one of the girls was having a hard time and I felt like the medicine wanted to send her love and I was facing her and I was just telling her like you are love, you are love, you are love and then I was hearing her like she wasn't hearing me but like she was saying gracias, gracias, gracias <laughs> and I just kept telling her like you are love, you are enough you are wanted, you are love, you are love, you are love and it felt so good like just it felt like the medicine want me to have others Welcome to the Bliss Seekers Podcast. This podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every single major platform. Check us out in the description. We have links to all that. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome everybody back to the show. Um, today's podcast is very special. We don't really need an introduction to our guest. It's uh, the Bliss Seekers. It's a uh, Three out of uh, four of us here. Uh, Des is back there, man in the cameras. Thank you so much, Des. Mm -hmm. um, but today is very exciting, very special, because two out of the four, 50% of the Bliss Seekers uh, had a, uh, a unique experience this weekend. They did ayahuasca. If you guys don't know what ayahuasca is out there, it's a plant medicine. Um, I'm not going to tell you more about it. Just Google it. You'll find tons of stuff on YouTube. But uh, yeah, let's get right into it. So, welcome. Well, hello everyone. My name is Joe, and I do photography. And here I am with the Bliss Seekers. Yep. Hey guys. So my name is Hatem, and I'm doing the videography for Bliss Seekers. Yep. And uh, you guys have already seen them in previous podcasts, or you will have by this one. Um, but anyways, let's get right into it. So um, you guys spent a very uh, awesome and uh, you know life-changing weekend this past weekend um i guess we could start with joe because this was your first time right so for those of you guys who don't know um you know uh, i've done this before maybe a couple months ago hot tim's done it several times but this is his second experience but joe this is your first experience yeah so since you being the rookie here um the first time experience i guess tell us a little bit about it um about the whole experience, the drive up, you know, when you guys got there, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so um, before you do, before you partake in the ceremony, you're supposed to fast 24 hours. I actually water fasted um, Thursday night hmm. until Saturday afternoon. Wow. So that's like almost 48 hours. Mm -hmm. I, I figured since you fasted 36 hours, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. Like How even... How was that experience though? Because I know that, that you do like a lot of juice cleanses mm -hmm. and stuff, but I don't, I don't know if you've ever done like a fast no. for that long. No. Uh, tell us a little bit about that being a first time over 24 hour fast. Yeah, this is my first time. And, um, you know, I, I've been mentally ready, emotionally ready and physically ready for the ayahuasca ceremony. And, you know, doing this water fast, um, it was easy because I had a purpose, mm -hmm. like a bigger purpose of why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, I was getting headaches. <laughs> I was getting headaches, yeah. but um, I think, you know, so I started Thursday night and then we left the next morning on Friday. Um, we were just on the road. I just kept drinking water, uh, stopping by gas stations to pee, uh, drinking water. Um, you know, I would get headaches here and there, but um, then we got to the area and having to set up our own tent. I forget about the, I forget about the hunger. Yeah. You know, I was uh, I was more excited to about the ceremony and what the weekend was gonna be about. So fasting for me was easy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you because I think uh, it's harder if you are not busy, but mm-hmm. if you're busy right. or you're excited or you're looking forward to something, yeah. you just kind of forget about it. Yeah. Right? It's well, sacred. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Hotem? How long did you fast for? So uh, I ate my last meal like 7 a.m. the day before the ceremony. Uh, so, so Thursday or Friday? Right. Oh, Friday. Uh, Friday. Okay. So it was like 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's not just like about fasting about food. Like one week before the ceremony, like you should not smoke, mm-hmm. do drugs, uh, no sex, yeah. no eating meat, mm-hmm. and like you have to be like in a good diet for a whole week. So you get like you should have like the energy, you know, to work with the medicine. Mm-hmm. And also too, um, what I noticed just from my experience, is that when you fast or you properly eat, mm-hmm. first of all, the medicine affects you like how it should. Yeah. And then second of all, when you purge, there's not much that comes out because you're empty, right? right? Yeah. Um, but so, so okay, so you did 24 hours and you did almost 30, about 36 hours? Yeah, almost 48 hours. Almost 48 yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, so I felt very clean mm-hmm. and like my stomach was very flat, like it felt very good. Yeah. What about you? What was your what was your experience for fasting for almost forty eight hours? Yeah, I felt I felt light. Yeah. Like empty. <laughs> yeah. Light, empty and um clear. Um I was just ready. I, I knew it was a sacred uh a sacred experience and putting myself putting my body uh, into that fasted stay for as long as I, I could mm-hmm. was uh, it was an honor you know I was grateful for, yeah. for doing that yeah um, one thing I noticed and I don't know if you guys can share uh, this is like when when the ceremony was over for me I wasn't really hungry like I didn't really want to eat that like and they say after a fast for that long you shouldn't really introduce food to your body like so quickly mm-hmm. right I think I just had some fruit and then I got yeah. a little bit hungry later how, how were you guys how did you guys feel after that so we start like with like after the ceremony they gave us watermelon. Yeah, I remember and that. Yeah. We was like still like coming back from the ceremony. Yeah. And like just sitting down on the ground and tasting the watermelon after the fast and after the medicine. It felt like this is my first time eating watermelon. Really? <laughs> yeah, like it's so like delicious. Like you feel like and you have like so much respect to the food, like yeah. so much appreciation. Like I was so grateful for the food. And that's something like you do, we do it like watch TV and eat, yeah. like we don't care about the food. And this time I was like just looking at the food and just grateful to have to have it in my hand. Yeah. And first bite, first taste for the food was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I prayed. I prayed and I was grateful for it. And it felt like I've never tasted watermelon before in my <laughs> life. It, it literally like... It's so hard to explain. Like, it was like the most amazing experience. I was just eating watermelon. Yeah. I remember when I got up and I saw watermelon. People were eating watermelon. I was like, I was like, tengo hambre, tengo hambre. <laughs> that means I'm hungry in yeah. Spanish. Oh, you learned Spanish too. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were laughing at me because most of the people there like. Uh, are Hispanic. So yeah. Joe like came back late, you know. Like, yeah. Everyone was eating and like going around and Joe like still in the experience. So she, yeah. she was late. Too. I was still high. I was still high. That's awesome. Yeah. I got up and I was like, oh my god, I'm, I'm thirsty. I'm yeah. thirsty. And I saw watermelon and I just went for it. And yeah. the first bite, it was just so juicy and I, I, I feel every, everything. I felt everything and 
tasted everything. It was uh, it was an amazing experience, and I want to have that experience every time I eat. And it's it's the hard. It's yeah. hard though. It was really different. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because we're all connected, and um, I guess uh, ayahuasca is a plant medicine, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's not a drug because you don't get addicted to it. Um, it's actually natural. It's a plant. Um, but the cool thing is that you're out in nature and I believe, and you guys can kind of talk about this if, if you have the same feeling, that it brings you back to your connection with nature, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, a watermelon, if you think about it, it's like a little seed, you put it in the ground and then this giant watermelon comes out and then it feeds and nourishes our body, right? Yeah. And, uh, there's lots of minerals, it's mainly water, but it's lots of minerals, right? So I believe... And you guys can can talk about this. Did you feel like the the ceremony, the medicine, kind of reconnected you mm -hmm. with nature? Absolutely. Yeah. So Hundred thousand percent. Especially like Joel, like she was so connected to the ground. Yeah. Uh, she was like, it feels like she want to merge with the ground. Yeah. That's and, awesome. Um, <laughs> so I was like. Uh, I didn't start my experience until late, so I was awake, I was watching everyone and Joe was connecting with Mother Earth, talking with Mother Earth and she was like all the way merging with Mother Earth on oh, the ground. That's cool. Yeah. They also say though if you go with somebody um, that you shouldn't be in the general area of right. them because it'll affect your, your experience because then you're like focused on them versus mm. focused on yourself. Did you find yourself getting a little distracted or right when the medicine hit you, you were like... You no, were, I, I was like distracted. Yeah, I was looking at Joe like... It's normal, you know, cause, like yeah. it's your friend, like you you care about her. Yeah. So, uh, she was far away from me, but somehow she was like in my right, side. Probably, yeah. 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 We, we're going to talk about this, like, let's get back like to the start. And, okay. Like, we're going to talk about this. Yeah, so let's get to it because I know we kind of talked, we were talking a little bit about like the ending experience. So let's get right back to the beginning mm -hmm. because... Yeah. Let's get right from, from the get-go, from when you guys got in your cars, yeah. in the car basically, and yeah. headed up, and uh, I know you guys recorded some stuff, so mm -hmm. tell, tell, me, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I have my GoPro with me, and we decided like just like while we are driving, we're going to just record ourselves and talk about why we're doing this, like what's our intention about this, and like share our thoughts. And for me, like it's my second time doing the ayahuasca, but... It's my fourth trip with ayahuasca. Yeah. So I have like three trips in one day almost. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And I have this one. And um, Tell everybody a little bit about your first experience, just briefly, because I know that yes. was an intense experience. Yeah, so my first one was in Florida. I was in February. Of this year? Yeah, this year. Oh, wow. Like six months ago, seven months ago. And um, that was my first time with ayahuasca. Hmm. So. First, first ceremony, uh, it just like felt um, my spirit was asleep the whole time, the whole life, and it just came back to life. Like I was asleep and then I just awakened. Wow. And um, my spirit was so happy in other dimension. And uh, in that time, I couldn't remember like my name, my family, uh, uh, my sex. Uh, I couldn't remember anything. I was just spirit. So you were a spiritual being. I was. So this is like what. So before this, before I was, like I hear everyone saying, "Oh, like we are spiritual being having human experience," yeah. 
<laughs> you didn't get it, right? I didn't get it. Yeah. But like when I did ayahuasca, I get it. Yes. Like yeah. I was like a hundred percent spirit. Wow. So um, maybe Mama Ayahuasca was like, Hatem, I'm going to teach you <laughs> that we are spiritual beings. Exactly. This is like how, like, it just awakened me up. Like, and it felt like this is the first time, like, it felt like I was asleep, like, and then just someone wake me up and that's pretty crazy that you said asleep because you guys remember the movie avatar uh I, yeah i know it, it but i never seen it yeah so the i saw part of it yeah so the premise is like the humans get into this they sleep in this chamber and then they go inside of the avatar body and the avatars are those big you know like alien like creatures mm. but in order to have an experience in the avatar world you had to go to sleep in this machine and it puts you into their body so I don't know if Avatar the movie is kind of trying to touch on something like problem, that we are spiritual yes. beings yeah. basically having a human experience because these were human beings having a, yeah. an Avatar experience right yeah. and that's really what we are we are spiritual beings having a human experience and you saw that like 100% mm. firsthand and you know like the crazy thing is like or something interesting like all religion touch on that like all religion says oh like we came from heaven we came to earth and like we are spirit mm -hmm. and after you die your spirit go to heaven or hell so like in all religions like we know this like long time ago like everyone like like almost everyone on earth right now believe this right. but they don't get it mm -hmm. you, you know i think what gets in the way is people's ego yeah the ego or the disconnection we're so disconnected from who we were or, or, or nature as far as our society yeah. nowadays uh, and that's prevalent in the greed and the wars and the killing of our yeah. forests and just the destruction of earth well, basically not even not the destruction of earth because I had a friend who really made me realize that we're not destroying earth just the climate is changing so earth is still going to be here but it's not going to be inhabitable to us as humans right yeah so um so that was your first experience yeah and then that was my first one then the second one and the third one like was like kind of scary like it shocked me mm -hmm. and um, mainly like I went to the dark side <laughs> and I like I saw like Satan mm -hmm. and he was like telling me like uh, I saw like all kind of like the big companies logos oh wow I saw like corporate the, America uh, in the world the whole world wow. and I saw like um, the money and I saw like kind of a symbol like a code like all the money has a code mm. and then I saw like uh, the pyramid and I saw the eye on the pyramid and the one uh, that's on the dollar too right yes wow and so all this kind codes and stuff and I was so scared and then what like Satan was like telling me like you want a money you want a fame and you just like follow me or worship me wow and I was like so scared and it, everything went so fast and I was just saying like God is love, God is love, yeah. God is love, God is love the whole time and so that was like my main experience with ayahuasca and the second and third time so first time was beautiful second third time was really scary right. and after that like I came back home uh, I couldn't sleep for a week Wow. Like I keep seeing like these entities, seeing like scary, you know, faces when I go to sleep. Wow. For the whole week. That's crazy. And uh, and then it went away. Then it went away. Yeah. 
And after like few months, like I understood like there is darkness. Like you have to believe there is darkness. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like still like not sure if there is darkness. It's just like my ego like playing games, and uh, so that's like one of the reasons like I decided to do ayahuasca again because I want to face my fears. Like right. I don't want to be just running away from my fears. Yeah, and I want to go back to the darkness and the light because. Um, you know, we're all just made of, of a bunch of cells, right? Yeah. And it looks like this is a, a, it looks like our hand or whatever is solid. But if you look at your hand under a microscope, it's a bunch of tiny moving cells, basically. Atoms. And, yeah. yeah, atoms. Yeah. And every atom has a, has a, a proton and a neutron, which is positive. A negative. A yeah. negative, right? Or you could say God and evil, or you could say light side and dark side. Yeah. And the thing that controls the the vibration to ourselves is our brains. Yes. So when you start to think negative, that's why they say that we can actually make ourselves literally sick mm. by the way you think, because mm. you're sending this these um, electric or whatever signals from your brain into your cells. Mm. And you know how lots of people are always like, oh, I'm always sick, I'm always sick, and then they're always sick. They get sick. Yeah, yeah because you're telling your cells, you're basically triggering the negative part of your of your atom to be more strong than the positive part. And that's why it's very powerful the way we think, what we put into our minds, um, you know, uh, who we surround ourselves with. But so you you had a little taste with the dark side after seeing the good side. And that kind of went away after a while. Yes, uh, but like I was still like scared to try ayahuasca again. Mm-hmm. Like I was like I'm done with this. Like I don't yeah. want to like experience this again. So what made you I, get brave enough to do it again? Yeah, because I invited him before. He said he wasn't ready, and next thing you know, he's coming with me. Like yay. Yeah. So I just like felt I have to face my fears. Like okay. this is the thing. Like I'm not gonna run away from my fears. Right. That's pretty uh, brave, actually. So now let's talk about this experience. Now. Mm. So how was this one for you? Yeah, so this experience like was different. So when I went there, I was like, okay, like I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's fine. And when like we start with the ceremony, uh, I was less scared. Yeah. Like I wasn't like ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took my first, like they they came with like a tray with, yeah. with little, the, cups. little cups with a drink. And they say like, which one? like calling for you mm-hmm. and each one like have different color and like have really? uh, yeah different like designs handmade. handmade so all the cups were different mm-hmm. yes wow i got paper cups <laughs> but there was 150 people at our ceremony mm-hmm. yeah yeah no the one the one we got was like kind of custom it's not paper it's like uh not a glass it's like, what is it's it? not glass i think it's glass is it ceramic ceramic yeah ceramic yeah okay. right. ceramic cups and uh, yeah, so I chose one cup. And what did your cup look like? Uh, was white and like has like green drawing on it. Okay, white and green like your shirt. It's exactly like my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? Or you didn't realize no. that? <laughs> That's crazy. And um, so the ayahuasca is still working. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back to Joe' experience. Okay. Why she want to do it, and then we're gonna talk about the okay, same. Okay, so we'll, 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 we we <laughs> was like. Because I was watching her, like, yeah. we yeah, was, yeah. like, connecting so, together. So we'll, we'll get back to you, but let's, yeah. let's go to Joe. So, Joe, I mean, yeah. this is your first time. Tell us mm. about the experience. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Friday when we were leaving, we are in the car, and I was just thinking about, what is my intention? You know, i, I got to have a, a set intention before I... Can you tell the listeners about intention, just real quick? Intention? 
Um, I mean, before you do anything, really, you gotta set your intention. Um, uh, when you meditate, you know, um, also, what's your intention when doing this podcast? I have my own intention. So having that clear intention, it, it helps you to focus on what you're doing. Yeah, and don't they say that it's very important to have an intention when you do the ayahuasca because yeah. uh, ayahuasca is not there to do something for you. Mm -hmm. It's there to help you uh, solve or 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 get your complete your intention. Right? Yeah, to show if you that something. Even makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grammatically. Um, yeah. So on Friday, I was in the car thinking like, huh, what's my intention this time? Like, what am I gonna? I, I start thinking like, okay, like my intention is to heal myself. Thinking of myself. Yeah. Um, to heal myself and then like or to let go right and then um, I think the next morning or maybe that night it finally came to me my intention is to connect with nature okay and, and feel free wow right? and that's what Hatsum said exactly what you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I've been wanting to connect with nature on a, on a deep, deeper level because nature heals right um, so yeah in, in the morning you know when it's funny because uh when it, he was right next to me and had the tray, I was looking at his cup. Mm -hmm. I almost grabbed his cup. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, but I ended up getting the, the other cup, right? And then, so I set my intention before doing it, right? To, to free myself, feel mm -hmm. free. And then I took it. I thought it was going to be disgusting. And I was like, this actually tastes pretty good. Because mm -hmm. I had more disgusting like medicine before. Yeah. It was like a Chinese uh, medicine that yeah. I've taken before. That was mo that was actually more disgusting. Yeah, I've had and some this water. one, <laughs> I didn't even need a chaser, but I had some water after. There you go. Um, and they make sure you drink all of it, right? Yeah. 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 You you can add a little bit of water to make sure yeah. you drink all of it. I remember uh, when I did it, like just like you hopped in, like I was like all gung ho. And then when we were walking up, I was like, oh shoot, like, yeah. can I back out now? Like, I'm not sure about this, but then finally I did it. Yeah. So you, so you picked your cup. What did your cup look like? Um, it was brown and green. Okay. I think. Um, I remember just standing there. We're all in a circle. I'm just like, this is it. It's going down. I'm yeah. like, we're here. You know, like I was really calm on the outside, but inside I was really excited and yeah. a little anxious. That's and right when I took it, I'm like, all right, I'm on yeah. my way. I'm on my way already. So. so I have a question for both of you guys. Did it take, how long did it take for the medicine to kick in? Probably like 30 minutes 30 for minutes? me. For you? Yeah. Two and a half hours? Yeah. Also, no wonder you were like looking around. Like, yeah. Wow, oh, okay. So, so the reason it took long because, uh, you know, we was fasting for 24 hours. I didn't drink water that time. So I want to throw up like anyway, like okay. without the, the medicine. Yeah, because you just weren't feeling good. Yeah, when I tested, um, I drink a little bit, I couldn't hold it, so I split it. Oh, okay, so you didn't want to like, waste it. My body my body couldn't like drink it. Okay. I just like, my body was rejecting the medicine. Okay. I think um, it's bad on me, too. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, whoa, Hatam, you okay? So... <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. And then, like, I had some water, tried to drink it, and I couldn't. Then, like... Um, um, the shaman, the helper, they came around me and they start cleansing me mm -hmm. and start singing to me. Yeah. And they just tell me just breathe, relax. And then I just like took the shot. Yeah. And like within, we took the shots, we sit down for meditation and like within less than 30 seconds, I burst it out. Oh, okay. 
And I was sitting there, I said, okay, I'm not going to have the experience this time. Right. And we start like the meditation. And in the meditation, uh, they took us to the, above the cloud. And w there where we're going to stay. And we do our, then when the medicine start kicking, like you do your work above the cloud. What do you mean about the cloud? So in your meditation, you just um, imagine like your soul leaving your body. Okay. And start going up. And then okay. you start like looking at everyone like in the circle and the ceremony and then you go above, you start seeing the mountains, the, mm. the roads, the rivers, and then you keep going up until you are above the sky. Okay. Just imagine yourself like this. And once the, uh, the medicine starts working, you're going to start doing like your work above the, the clouds. Okay. And they say like some of you going to do that, some of you like will not be able to reach the cloud. So it's fine, like just do your mitzvah on your own, do it like... And some people got stuck in the iCloud. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I never left the ground. Some never left the ground. I never left the ground, is, you, were connect, you were connecting with nature, Yeah, right? I never yeah. left the ground, literally. Wow. So I was like, then like everyone went to his like area, like mm -hmm. where like he just lay down and uh, wait for the medicine to start uh, kicking in. And I didn't feel anything. Because I already burned everything, yeah. and I was just like sitting down, looking at everyone. So did you take and another shot? No, they call. I wait. They after like an hour or so, they call. If if you don't feel it, take your second shot. Okay. And I was still scared. I didn't take my second shot. Okay. And um, that time I was just watching everyone. <laughs> that must have been interesting. Yeah. Because I, I always tell people like, or I don't tell people, but I would think. Um, Cause like there was one person that was still uh, on the medicine when everyone was out of the medicine, and this person was like screaming and making crazy noises and like we understand it now because we we went through the ceremony. But I can think like if someone's sober and watching this, they might kind of like freak out a little bit, yes. you know, yes. because you're watching people go through it. Mm -hmm. Yes, but if you're, was, if you're in it, then you don't even care. Yeah, you're, no. just, you're in it too, right? I was like under the blanket, covering my covering my body, only like my eyes out and looking like what's going on around me okay and start like hearing people like screaming people like crying very hard yeah and then i was looking like joe was like under a tree uh -huh. so i can't see her really and i was under a tree too mm -hmm. yeah. she was telling me like this tree is calling me yeah. i want to be the, under the, the night tree. before yeah. i had like a connection with this tree where around the fire pit i'm just looking at it like hmm, I, I felt something for that tree so i felt safe being under that tree yeah. um when the ceremony happened so you mentioned the fire pit real quick let's just go back to the first night when you guys get there mm -hmm. um um so Tell, tell us about that because I remember I got there pretty late mm -hmm. so by the time I got there everybody was already in the circle they were already like kind of halfway through the thing mm -hmm. when you guys got there was it still kind of early was there a lot of people there we were setting up everyone was setting up before we were getting there okay um, we got there around four o'clock right? yeah we got there like early like it was mm -hmm. like good timing okay. and we found like good spot yeah. for our tent yeah because ours was way on the outskirts well number one the person I went with decided they wanted to pick it way out there and i'm like why because like i feel so away from everybody right <laughs> and then i just like went with it whatever well i wanted to be like in the middle with everybody you know it feels yeah. like more safe or whatever but uh so where'd you guys get your spot we was kind of like on the side but like everyone here but we was like a little bit on the side okay. but like close to the bathroom yeah 
Okay. Like, we choose like close to the bathroom. We think yeah, like, that's kind of we want to go. So so see where the bathroom hallway is. Yeah. We were like way on the opposite side where it's like I don't even know the outskirts that's or whatever. Really far. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you are on that. Uh, no, we were on the side where the fire is, but like. Back. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. wasn't the other the side. The fire is here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were like way out here. Yeah. Like yeah. an outlier. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, whatever. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to argue, but okay. So you guys got a good spot. And then uh, what happened after, what time did they usually start like a little fire pit? All right. So uh, what time did they start the fire pit? I think like we start around like uh, six or seven. Yeah. I think five, six. It was still a little bright yeah. out. It was like six. Like first, like we just like uh, everyone was around the fire. And uh, we introduce ourselves mm -hmm. and uh, set our intentions too, right? Set our intention, yeah. And then uh, we did uh, the dancing around the yeah. fire. That was the best part. Yeah. I love it. That's fun. Yeah. And there was like uh, housekeeping yeah. rules and stuff like that. The translator. Yeah, an address later. That was amazing. It was yeah. so authentic to me, like her speaking in Spanish uh -huh. and having another Hispanic woman who is translating the whole time. So you guys got there, you're on the fire. I know you said your intention was to connect with nature. What mm -hmm. was your intention, Hassan? So my intention was like to heal. When I got there, I said, I want to heal myself. Okay. Because like, I have already spirit experience. Yeah. I want to have like kind of a human emotional experience yeah. you're like I'm good with that <laughs> let's, yeah. let's do some let's do this here yeah, yeah. let's stay on earth this yeah. time <laughs> did you get uh, did you get your intention resolved uh, kind of but yeah I have I still went somewhere else <laughs> okay so you so you did actually get into the experience eventually yes so even though you purchased it out the medicine still stayed inside of you yes that's pretty crazy. Yes, I, um, I didn't I didn't expect it that. So Mama Ayahuasca said there's probably so much it was still left inside. Yes, like it was you can experience it. Like you came already all the way here, so Well you know they say that once the medicine is in you it's never gone. You know what I mean? Like I mean the effect of like when you're on it is not gonna be there, but the medicine is with you forever, the experience is with you forever, you're gonna be way more connected with nature. Yeah. way more connected to your spiritual self right yeah because like the the medicine is like a spirit itself like and then this spirit is gonna stay with you all the wisdom like is gonna stay with you yeah i, I agree 100 yeah. percent. so so you did actually go on your journey um yeah and i know i know we were talking about that and then we went on this but let's go back to you and your journey so it took you two and a half hours to finally start getting uh, the medicine effects so yeah, so I thought I'm not gonna take uh, get the medicine like the effect because I already like Bridget, mm -hmm. I already threw up and at the beginning. So I felt like I'm not gonna have it, and everyone like around me like already crying and yeah. like screaming and some of them just like saying gracias, gracias, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screaming gracias. So I thought like I'm okay. I'm mm -hmm. just gonna be watching this time. Like I just got front row seats. <laughs> Then like start hitting me like start like everything like start like moving around yeah. like my head like start spinning and start feeling you know yeah so then did you close your eyes after that so I was fighting it okay like I like because I didn't want like experience anything mm -hmm. so I was like sitting on the ground and just trying like to stay awake mm -hmm. and that time I was like looking I saw Joe like she was under the tree and few seconds few minutes later she was way over there like 
And she, Does she move or she floating? She was scrolling on the ground. Okay. And she was like so connected with the ground. She was laughing and talking like. Wow. And I was like kind of surprised because like everyone is crying and she's like laughing and mm -hmm. she's smiling and she's like so happy. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And then like. It, it started like everyone started having like their week of their experience mm -hmm. and then I went in my experience. Okay. And so my experience this time, uh, I couldn't like, I was trying to stay grounded, like I didn't want to let go. And then like the helper came and they, was, they were singing to me. And uh, one of the lady like she She's so powerful, like I feel her energy, like when you just tell me like just close your eyes, breathe and I close my eyes and I was gone, wow. just when she talked to me. Yeah, it seems like ayahuasca is, is uh, mama ayahuasca is, um, uses you a lot, like you know, like you get deep into the experience. Yes, so mainly like my experience, I, went, I was like a spirit this time. I went like to the spirit <laughs> and I remember the myself as a spirit just running around and dancing and singing wow. going around yeah. just and then the experience from uh, the first one in uh, Florida also came back to me and I was doing the same thing I was like just a spirit going around and dancing and laughing and it feels like I, I felt so alive yeah. like th there was like I'm really alive there and like everything mm -hmm. was i don't know it felt like there is the reality and coming back is the dream yeah well i mean if you think about it if we are spiritual beings having a human experience this is kind of like a, a, a dream a dream for the spirit like yeah. kind of like it relaxes it's asleep a little bit or like it's kind of let the human and the spirit work together yeah. But like when I was in the experience, I was just a spirit. Yeah. And just laughing, dancing, going around, spinning around. Then I came back. Uh, it didn't last long. It was. It feels like it was quick. Mm -hmm. And then I went back again, like to the dark. Uh oh. Yeah. But and I saw all the symbols, all the stuff yeah. like the dark stuff, the entities. And this time I wasn't scared. Oh, so you understood it more. Yeah, I was like, I'm not scared anymore. And uh, You faced your fears. I faced my fear. The entity was there. So they, they told me, like, don't say the name too much because you give it energy. Uh -huh. But, like, you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm. So the king of or whatever, of yeah. the entities of the darkness, yeah. the others. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, in front of him. And he just tried showing me, like... I was in his dimension, like seriously, like I felt like I'm in his dimension, like the whole world was different, like everything was like kind of, um, it has like red color, kind of 3D, like you're watching like a 3D building, I was like in a 3D, you know, universe, and it felt so real, and was with him, and I started showing all his symbols, the stars, and uh, other symbols, I don't remember, what is it? And uh, I was I was there, and then um, I wasn't scared. This time I wasn't scared, and I was saying to him, uh, "If I have contract with you in the past, 
or if I have contract with you in other life, or if I have contract with you consciously, subconsciously, all the contract is cut off. Wow. I have no contract with you. Wow. I'm not working with you. So you cancel your subscription. Yes. <laughs> just cancel yeah. the subscription. I'm not, I don't belong to your only family <laughs> Delete anymore. the app and everything. <laughs> Delete the app. <laughs> Delete the app and everything. Just well, go away. That's pretty brave of you, though, you know, to face your fears and... Well, I mean, fear is false evidence appearing real, right? Yeah. Just basically face the, the energy and, and just realize you're stronger and, and, and bigger than the energy. Then, like, he starts, like, to scare me with, like, scary faces. Okay. Like, start seeing, like, really, like, scary faces. Then I wasn't scared from it, too. Then I was, like, I see scary face and say, like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that looks like one of my ex-girlfriends. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing here, right? Yeah, what was yeah. I thinking, right? <laughs> and then like he showed me other face I was oh that's also cute yeah. and then I was like I was like challenging I was like okay you have five minutes go try your scariest face and come back oh wow and then like he came back and seriously like the face it looks cute like I look at it like it's cute yeah and like oh that's cute just go away and you are annoying go away <laughs> <laughs> so you realized you were and more powerful than than the entity yes I was so they, they told us before, like, when you are in the medicine, you could be seeing entities, contacting with entities, and you have to say, like, you have to tell them, I am love and light, who are you? Yeah. So, Amori Luz, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm love and light. And um, so you get, like, a lot of entities, like, I saw entities and, like, different shapes, and I just was telling them, like, Amori Luz, Amori Luz, yeah, I'm love and light, that. who mm -hmm. are you? And... They just like went away, but like it was like annoying, like it came back a lot. Yeah. And uh, this time, one of the helper, like she came and she gave me like water. And she said, This is water from the river, like you drink it. I, I didn't want to drink water, but she said, No, you have to drink it. It's a medicine. After I drink the water, I start purging. Yeah, I remember that. And it felt like when I was purging, it felt like I'm purging out all like satanic symbols and all entities and all like negative stuff all of them is just going away mm -hmm. and um, it felt like really good purging out all of that even though i didn't drink much of the medicine it was little but like it felt everything went out and um, start like after that i i came back like kind of still like seeing who's around me and i saw like one of the girls was having a hard time and I felt like the medicine wanted me to send her love. Mm -hmm. So I was just, I like sit down like this and I was facing her and I was just telling her like, you are love, you are love, you are love. And then I was hearing her like, she wasn't hearing me, but like she was saying, gracias, gracias, gracias. Yeah. <laughs> and I just kept telling her like, you are love, you are enough, you are wanted, you are love, you are love, you are love. That's awesome. And it felt so good. Like just, it felt like the medicine want me to have others when I was on the trip. Yeah, that was the same experience with me. Cause I remember at first I started, I was scared of that. Cause it seems like there's three different planes or different levels, Stay, right? Levels, yeah. Of energy, let's say. And the, the, the one where everyone's in their pain and suffering, that's like the lowest level. Yeah. Like the vibration is low. But I, I went from like you trying to avoid it cause it was scaring me to the medicine told me, no, you're supposed to help them. So yes. every time I would get caught in somebody's um, 
whatever, mm -hmm. their bad energy, I'd say, amor y luz, amor y luz, amor y luz, until they would stop focusing on the negativity and then they'd be saying amor y luz, and then I would jump to like a different plane all of a sudden, like, then I'd go right back on my journey. And I remember giving the directions and she said, if you find yourself in something that's too good or bad, hmm. um, you, you want to ask what's in it for me. Is this for me or is this not for me? Because you could get caught up in somebody else's like, you know, journey, yeah. journey, right? So I'd always be like, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? Is this for me? Is this for me? What am I supposed to learn from this? What? And then that would just kick me right back onto my journey. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of what helped me a lot. And then obviously say no more to Yeah, it's kind of like the medicine, like it changed your vibration and it's open like your third eye okay. so when when your vibration change you go through like different vibrations yeah and one of the vibration the entities can visit you and talk to you and then you switch to other vibration you you switch to love and yeah. this is all what you're gonna feel and what you're gonna share yeah. and then you switch again maybe to human vibration what we vibrate normally and you just look around it feels kind of normal and then it's kind of yeah just change of vibration that's definitely how my experience was like i just kept going from the low so the low plane the middle plane yeah to the highest plane was love obviously yeah. right like peace yeah love i was connected with all the singing yeah. and the shamans right yeah. so let's take a deep breath because <sighs> anytime you talk about deep I'm stuff that helps you yeah i'm what yeah. it is that helps you get back on the right track all right so um so yeah you face your fears and you got over it and now then you ended up helping people yeah, and other thing like also, they help me a lot. Like whoever works there, like they are so good, so nice, yeah, they, and they know really like trained. who is who is having bad trip, and who need help, and who wants to be like in his own. Yeah. And she just came to me and told me, put your face on the ground, and then when I put my face on the ground, and she told me actually she told me kiss the the earth, first told me like touch the the soil, touch the touch the dust mm -hmm. and then she told me kiss the dust okay so when I kiss the when I kiss the dust I saw um, uh, like a beautiful like women like kind of uh, uh, blue mm -hmm. and with geometric shapes okay and after the experience I was talking with one of the girls and she told me oh my friend saw the same she did the same and she saw the same thing oh, wow. let me call her and she brought her friend uh, to me and she told me that's exactly what I saw yeah. when I put my head on the my forehead on the ground I saw like a lady like kind of blue and with geometric shapes and okay. uh, they told us like this is like mother earth or this is like a symbol of mother earth wow that's awesome so you reconnected and you got rid of all the yeah. the, the negative stuff yeah that's I awesome. just realized they had a they have like a picture um, like an art picture in the kitchen with a woman like blue and it's colorful oh, around really? her yeah i didn't notice that yeah i know i, I want to see I it maybe maybe i want to see the same i didn't know what I what saw. that symbol was about yeah. but yeah mother earth well i mean and that's that's um pretty much i think that's what this whole experience is is, is to um face your fears or your past traumas mm -hmm. or whatever you need to do it's there for that mm. right and it's not a cure-all either like i don't i want people to know if you do this your life's not going to be like 180 degree better but you will get better maybe sometimes i don't know maybe not for me because i didn't do the full 
purge. I was also yeah. fighting it. You know, my ego yeah. ended up winning at the end. Yeah. So uh, from like uh, everyone like was sharing his experience, and so many of them they they were like addicted to alcohol or addicted to drugs, and the medicine helped them to get over their drugs mm -hmm. addiction. And so many of them have like trauma, like childhood trauma. So mainly like if you are, if you're having something, you know, big event happen in your life and you have all this sadness inside you and depression and you're trying to be like strong and mainly you are just going away, like you're trying to escape away from your fears or from your trauma. All of that is just still in your body. Uh, when you take the medicine, it's just, it's put you like against it, like. Here is like your childhood trauma. Now you gotta fix it yeah, now. Yeah. There is why you keep running away from it. Like you, usually like someone like like addicted to alcohol or drugs. Something bad maybe happened to them, and they just wanna forget. They just wanna be like drunk all the time. They don't wanna live in this life. Yeah. And this is what like Mother Ayahuasca showed them. Okay, this is your problem. Face it. And then just like they mainly face the problem and. If they want to scream, you can scream. You want to cry, just cry and just let go. Mm -hmm. Just let go. Yeah. So did you find yourself purging a lot this time, or was it just that first time? Oh, just just one time. Oh, so you got just, it all out right in the beginning. Yes. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's something that had been stuck inside of you for a long time that needed yeah. you to just get out. I feel like it was like all planned that for me just drink a little bit. That's all what yeah. I need. Well, that first time, yeah. shoot. <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, if you think about time, it, you've had five cups, five cups, yeah, and like 24 hours, like That's 30 a lot. hours, and yeah. this time, like, just maybe a little bit. Well, maybe you've had like five times as much medicine as Joe and I both yeah. did already, so yeah. So, let's get to you, Joe. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I guess I heard you were really connecting with nature, but tell us about your experience, like, yeah. So, you know, my intention was to um, to feel free, right, and feel uh, connect with nature. Um, it was really cold. I was wearing a white dress. You know, it was a cold morning. I was already cold before we even took the medicine. Yeah. And um, I remember I picked my spot, I had the blanket over me, just laid down, feel a uh, position. And uh, 30 minutes later, um, I just remember I started seeing uh, shapes. Yeah. I have my eyes closed, like green, geometric, and red. And I already knew that was going to happen, yeah. right? I was anticipating that. And then I just remember um, tears come, came running down my eyes. Mm. It was tears of joy. I wasn't sure where it was coming from, but it felt good. Mm. Right? And then I just remember like the medicine started affecting my body. And I was kind of like, I was getting cold, like I was shivering cold. They had to put like another blanket on me. And later on, I found out it's uh, usually the first timers, it, it happens. Um, you get really shivery and cold. And then um, I was like kind of shaky too. And then uh, I remember um, I kept wanting to go to sleep. And I remember before we did the, take a shot, no matter, no matter what, stay awake. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then um, later on I found out that there was darkness trying to pull me in. Because uh -huh. the whole time I was fighting to stay awake. I was telling myself, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake. And then the helpers would come to me. And like, you know, uh, like they do like the smoke and then they, I guess they sing to me too. Yeah, they were like, 
singing around you yeah. and doing like the cleanses with the, the cleanses. smoke. I remember yeah. I had my eyes closed, I can feel like uh, some smoke or cleanses or some kind of heat next to me. And I was just trying to stay awake and I I even told them like, I don't know why I keep wanting to go to sleep. I don't understand. Like, I'm yeah. just, I just want to go to sleep. But I kept saying the whole time, I'm out of loose, I'm out of loose, love and light, love and light. I think subconsciously, I, like I knew something was trying to pull me in right. to go to sleep. But yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to sleep. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then I, I kept continuing to be like really cold. So from under the tree... <laughs> Ended up like going towards uh, the sun, yeah, right? The sun. The sunlight, mm -hmm. and I was just there getting some heat. And also, they told us if there's like uh, you feel like that some dark energy in you, you basically send it to the sun, take remove that out of your body and send it to the sun. I think that's basically what I was doing mm -hmm. and getting some heat. Um, and then after that. You know, they kept coming coming to me and, you know, giving me water and I remember I didn't want to drink the water too. For some reason, I don't want to eat, I don't want to drink anything, like nothing. And I remember <laughs> before I even purged, I started spitting. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to like, it was coming yeah, out. Yeah, like dry heaving and Yeah, I was spitting, like, uh, uh, yeah. right? And then um, I remember uh, my first purge. Um, one of the helpers, the powerful woman he's talking about, uh, he was like, look at that, look at your, look at your, uh, look at your, what you threw up. Yeah. And I opened my eyes, I was like, oh, it's yellow. And then <laughs> I was like, why is it yellow? And then um, they said, whenever you purge, you're supposed to ask what the origin is of that purge. Yeah. I didn't get to ask. Oh, I, wow. didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get to ask nothing the whole time. And I was like, oh, wow, I finally purged. You know, I had my eyes closed and it felt like I was purging like so much, but it was just water. Right. It was really strange. Yeah, because you were empty, which is a good yeah. thing because you followed the, the rules. Right. So I didn't I didn't really know where it, what, what that was about. And then the second time I purged, I looked, it was green. <laughs> That's crazy. So it was like yellow and then green. Mm. And then I remember when they get they kept giving me water, I would just like bowing down to the water, being grateful and just... You know, it, it's sacred and it's medicine and just being grateful. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then after some time, you know, staying fine and stay awake, I started, I think, um, I started focusing on, on nature and start playing with, with the dirt, the sand. It, to me, it felt like, a, like I, it was sandy, you know, sands like at, at the beach, yeah. right? I started playing with it. I'm like, oh, wow, this feels so good. Like... It, it just felt so good that like I started rolling in the ground or whatever and I would just like um, I was one with the dirt, you mm -hmm. know, I had it on my face, I had it on my clothes um, I'm gonna show you guys the, the clothes um, in a minute, um, the white dress and I was just like loving every moment like I've never felt that type of connection with nature in my whole life mm -hmm. and it's something that I've been wanting and then I also started talking to trees <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I was like, that was I was awake when that experience happened to her. She was having experience. Yeah, so I was like looking at her. She was like laughing and talking to someone. And she was having like a conversation. It's not like us like just talking all the way. Like she was talking like few seconds, few sentences, wait for answer, and then she continued. And then I was want to ask her like who was who, who were you talking to like you are a tree <laughs> yeah it was a tree yeah and 
she was like just rolling on the dirt like mm -hmm. she didn't care at all like her all the dust like her face like all her face her hair was like the dust on her face on her hair like all her body her white dress was like uh, very dark yeah and so you can you, your confirmation that what she's saying actually was happening yeah i was watching this what she was doing and i felt like i i felt like she was talking to the trees and she was talking to the ground like she was so connected like yeah. she wants to merge to the ground like yeah. her face just like like on the ground you know yeah, yeah. and smiling laughing. yeah so you know i started seeing 3d pretty much okay. uh, i saw i was looking at the trees and it was kind of waving around right yeah. i didn't see any smile or anything like that people some people see it smiling mm -hmm. but i felt it i felt the connection and then um i think yeah i was just so i felt so happy that the trees existed and also, I remember seeing, like, I thought it was an eagle, but it might be a hawk flying across, across the sky. It went around, like, twice. So you opened your eyes? Yeah, okay. I opened my eyes. Oh, maybe, yeah, I was, my eyes were open. Like, okay. I would close my eyes and open. Um, you know, before I had that wonderful experience, you know, when I was under the tree, when the helpers would come, come to me, um, you know, I kept telling them, like, I hear everything. I heard the crying, and it was so hard to focus, right? Yeah, that's so one they, of the biggest challenges. Yeah. So they told me like, hey, just 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 focus on you, okay? Just focus on you. Stay conscious. Stay conscious, and then let go. And I think that's when I start purging and whatnot. And then um. So did you when you started focusing? Did all the noise just disappear? In a way, yeah. Because that's what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So you know, and then after that, oh, I gotta like think about this. Yeah, so I started, you know, um, merging with the dirt and the sand and stuff like that. Um, I just remember, you know, opening my eyes and seeing people cry. And, like, I was happy that they were crying because I knew they were letting, releasing it, surrendering to it, right? And also, I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember, like, talking about, talking about the people that I love and care about. I even mentioned one of my exes. I was like, you know, you know, I love you, right? Just, you know, just go live your life, be happy, and yeah. just leave me alone. Stop, stop <laughs> trying to hit me up, you know, yeah. like stop trying to reach me. Get out my DMs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's actually what you're oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, just, just live your life, okay? Yeah. I love you, but just live your life. That's cool. So you kind of let go. Yeah, and like I didn't have any like hatred towards her, towards her. No, it was just like you know, just be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't don't want anything to do with you but just be happy yeah. you know what i'm saying it's funny because like you and i are so similar in a lot of ways but like the first time i had my first out-of-body experience in a church it happened right after i forgave and, and let go of one of my exes mm -hmm. and then boom i hit the ground and you know i was floating and all that kind of stuff right yeah. um and then the other thing um which is let me see if i can remember uh you were talking about it um well anyways we'll go back to it because i don't remember but but yeah, I had the same experience. Like it was like coming to peace in terms with an ex, mm -hmm. and just letting them go, and then I kind of move forward and step forward into like my future, like something better for mm -hmm. me, right? Yeah. So, so real quick, you were having a full-on conversation. Do you remember any of that conversation? I remember most of it. Okay. Do you want um, to share that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, obviously, I remember. <laughs> talking to the trees or like hi trees i love you like thank you well like i'm grateful for you and i do um i don't know why i think it's like a lot of things that i've suppressed and thought about that i didn't verbally share with anyone 
it started coming out for me. And I, I even talked about the booth seekers. I, uh, I, I said, Isaac, Hatem, Dan, I, I, yeah. I don't know why. I was just so happy when I was talking about it, though. And like how like we're, we're going to do great things. Already are doing great things. Right. Um, I even talked about like how I miss my brother. I love my nephew. You know, I'm, I love my dad. I love my mom. Blah blah blah. And then uh, besides you guys and family and some exes, um, I I told myself that I love myself. That's powerful. Yeah, I was like, I love myself, and I'm just like happy about it. And then I remember like rubbing my stomach, like I'm healing you, I'm healing you, I'm healing you, like rubbing my womb, basically healing oh, my womb wow. for women that you can do that, like heal, like through energy and whatnot, right? I remember doing that. Um, what else happened? I don't want to forget. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because like I never opened my eyes during the whole experience because mm -hmm. they said not to do that. I yeah. think I did when I had to go to the, I had to purge. Yeah. But like it kind of take kicks you out of the experience, but you were full on eyes open. Yeah. In the experience. Yeah, because I don't know why, but like I think whenever I close my eyes, I want to go to sleep. Oh. And I think that's that's the reason too. Like like half of the the time, I yeah, I would close my eyes and then I would like open my eyes. You know, I was really fighting to uh, stay away. It was like, a, it was a, a, a really like bad struggle for me. So at least you, yeah. you conquered it. Yeah. It's a good thing you noticed that. Yeah, right? yeah. And then, um, what else? So it was a wonderful experience for me because uh, I've never, you know, like I said, I've never connected with nature as much as I did. And um, I, I've let go. The reason being, I said that because... I'm one of those people that always want to be clean, want to smell good, want to look good, whatever, right? Nothing and then wrong that, with hygiene. What? <laughs> Nothing wrong with good hygiene. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that, at that time, like, at that experience, um, I didn't care. I was like yeah. dirty, like dirt, come to me. Like, for me, I felt like I was cleansing myself. Yeah. From, like, I was killing my ego. Yeah. Of wanting go. to look good all the time and, and, and mm. smell good and be clean all the time. Like, you wow. know what? I, my intention was to be free and I did just that by rolling around in dirt yeah. looking all dirty even like my face was black yeah so so to me that was a huge thing of, of surrendering and letting go because I don't get down and dirty like that you know what I mean yeah. and I was completely dirty like I didn't even care I felt free that's amazing I, I was really free because that's the big reason that I didn't make my final breakthrough um i could just share this so the whole time it was a struggle with me and my ego and my ego is like smart my ego is like like it it knew how to just you know when it, when it saw me heading towards the light it would come in and be like hey but what about this or hey what about that so it's not about me but i just want to share why like i'm, I'm so happy that you did make the breakthrough but in the end and i even told people this but Mama Ayahuasca said, Isaac, if you want the full breakthrough, you must 100% let go of your ego. And the thing I was fighting was I didn't want to crap my pants, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, because that's, that's my ego. Like, I'm not going to shit myself. I'm not going to whatever. So the medicine said, or Mama Ayahuasca said, if you want the full breakthrough, you have to like purge. In other words, purge through my booty hole. Yeah. And it's either, and you're not going to the bathroom, buddy. Like, you're doing it here. Yeah. Because that would be the full ego death, right? Like, right. I'm going to shit myself in front of like 150 people, right? Um, 
And here's the thing, I fought it. I said, no. I, I, I said, I got up. I was like, I need to, I was still like super in the medicine, mm -hmm. right? Because I was yes. stumbling and, mm -hmm. and like I was fighting it. And then I said, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom and literally because I had nothing in me, like nothing came out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So imagine that. It's if just an ego thing. Yeah. If yeah. I would have just not listened to my ego, I would have tried to poop, but nothing would have came out. But I would have got my breakthrough like you did. Yeah. But because I didn't, I didn't get the breakthrough. I wanted to pee. I mean, I wanted to poo. I'm like, I'm like, why would I have to poo? I'm like, I remember talking out loud, like, I have to poo. And I was like, oh, you know what? I can't even get up at all. Like, I was like, it was yeah. heavy medicine. And I was like, all right, I'll, one of the helpers was like, oh, why don't you just do that? I'm like, okay, I'll just do it here. I tried to poo and pee. Like, I was ready to, like, go and surrender. That's like, it. I'm in nature anyway, yeah. and people are doing their own thing, you know, minding their own business. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. I'll just do it. This yeah. is, I'll kill, my, I'll kill my ego right now, and let's do it. But it didn't come out. Well, I mean, but see, that's that's the trick. Yeah. The ego doesn't want you to even have the chance mm. of doing that. Yeah. So I'm happy for you because you actually did it. And for me, that's what kept me from getting the full experience is that when 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 it told me it said like if you really want ego death like you have to basically crap your pants right mm -hmm. here nothing would have came out because i had nothing in my thing but i fought it and i said mm -hmm. no and then the crazy part is i even wasn't even done with the medicine and i didn't even go back on the bed after that i was like stumbling around the kitchen like walking around like my ego again like i was grabbing fruit and i wasn't even supposed to and they're like hey you're supposed to be here i'm like oh sorry <laughs> so i basically ended my my experience before before mm -hmm. So you got the full experience. I got the full experience and like he said, I was the last one to get up. I was like, I could not even get up. Like like I, I like I would, you know, lay down, sit up, kneel down. I would kneel the most, I think, then lay down yeah. again. I just could, like, I couldn't go anywhere. Nope, just kidding. <laughs> I was, and then I was just playing with the dirt the whole time and you know, I you know, before going to this experience I thought I was gonna <laughs> I was excited to go to different dimensions. Like yeah. you guys have shared with me. You know, caveman days yeah. and being a spirit and all that stuff. I didn't go nowhere. Yeah. I stayed grounded the whole time. And I think I think that's what Mama Ayahuasca wanted to show me. I can be present and feel alive being on the ground. Wow. And it was like, a, you know, even though it was like a 3D experience, I remember some of the helpers would come to me and look at their face. It was like so sharp, mm -hmm. very sharp. And I see nothing else. It's like a... Like imagine having like this really amazing lens and you take a photo of, of, of someone's face. That's all you see is the face yeah. and then everything else is blurry. So I've were, never seen, I've never seen, I've never looked at anyone like that in my whole life. So like, you were like in portrait mode the whole time. It was portrait mode and it was just so clear and, and vibrant and lively. And I, you know, to all the photographers out there, I think you can kind of imagine what that looks like. And it was just like, it was so beautiful. Like, I, I, I saw people differently. It was more vibrant and lively, and I was laser-focused. And when they spoke to me, I didn't have anything created in my mind. I was just basically listening to what they were saying, 100%. That's awesome. Um, and I also saw the helpers differently after. Because I remember uh, this one guy, he was like an older gentleman. I don't know if he was there, like an older Hispanic guy with like light eyes. Like, I think they were even blue almost. Yeah, and I, he was there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And at first, I just kind of was like judging him the whole time. I don't know why. I was like, oh, like he seemed kind of mean or whatever. And he was the one that actually helped me go to the bathroom. And on the way back, I looked at him and I was like, I was like, you know what? Can I tell you something? He's like, yeah. I'm like, when I got here, I was judging you. I go, but now I see your heart. Like, you're a good person. Yeah. 
I was like, you're a really good person. I could see your heart. And he's mm -hmm. like, you could see he was like, he was like really like happy about that. And I was like, I could see people's hearts after that. I wasn't like, I wasn't judging them like how mm -hmm. I did before. I could actually see them for who they truly were. And I've seen them much differently. So you great. were basically looking at people beyond your ego. It was like yeah. more of your higher self, yeah. your heart. And also I want to add another thing. He did come up to me too to check up on me. And I remember like touching his feet. I'm like to see like, oh, you're real. Like, you know, this is you. <laughs> and I, I felt like the, like a grandfather vibes with wow. him. Yeah. And uh, I remember during my trip, I did say, I did remember saying my grandfather's name, who I never met before. Wow. You know, he was, uh, I was told he was a womanizer, and he did some bad things in the past, pretty bad things, but I, I, I was, I said out loud, like, I'm sending you love and light. I know I never met you, but I love you, and I'm sending you love and light. And wow. I even said his name. So, this is one of the things I also heard her saying that, like, she was saying, like, her grandfather, mm -hmm. and send her love. Wow. I was, like, I was hearing that. Cool. And I told her about it, like, I yeah. hear you talking about saying names and your grandfather. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, the ceremony, after the ceremony, like, you have new perspective for everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, how you treat others, like, how you think about nature in general, like, so everything around us has a spirit. Yeah. And everything around us can understand us yeah. and communicate with us in a certain way want to address nature because mm. after the ceremony I didn't have a garden in my backyard mm. now I have a full-on garden right. I used to be afraid of bees now I'm not even afraid of bees because I know that they're just there to help yeah right yeah. and they're not there to hurt right. so just like you're saying Hatem you do become more connected with nature now one of my yes. favorite things is just to go out in my garden and look at all my fruits and vegetables and just the greenery it's mm. like it's it's a lot better I have the, so. the tree I remember <laughs> yeah so, so mainly like in religion, like uh, in holy book, uh, Quran and of Prophet Muhammad, they, they talk about uh, like everything in life has a spirit and they can understand and they can talk. Mm. And that's like mentioned in the holy book. Wow. But like we, like we read it, we study it, but we don't understand it really. So like if you look at the sun, know who you are and can understand you. And uh, we have like one of hadith, like uh, Prophet Muhammad said, like if you do something good or bad in the judgment day, everything gonna say like Isaac, you did this in that time, mm -hmm. like the sun, the sky, the ground. So if you're doing something bad, you think like you're doing it somewhere like far away, no one can hear it. Yeah. And that's not true. Like the sun has a spirit, the uh -huh. sky has a spirit. The, the trees has a spirit and so we study that in religion but we never understand it like the way they teach us this is different and there's like one situation where uh, Prophet Muhammad was with his friend on a mountain that mountain called Uhud mm -hmm. and when they were on the top of the mountain the mountain starts shaking and then Prophet Muhammad said Uhud uh, come down there is a messenger and uh, believers on you so he communicated with the mountain told the mountain to come down stop shaking mm -hmm. and there is also i'm not sure if like in christianity they know this story or they talk about um, i think moses was the one that went up the mountain and got the ten commandments from god yeah it's very similar and it's funny because again i'm not saying that i'm not religious but like i'm thinking like 
that could have been the, the, the mountain could have been a volcano and it could have yes. been erupting and then he did something and it stopped so they saw it as like a act of God or whatever but really it was just nature it was a volcano yes. erupting but something profound came from it but there is something in Christianity it's Moses I don't know exactly but he goes up to a mountain because he's supposed to talk to God and then he comes yeah. back with a, a stone with the Ten Commandments on it, and that's how we're supposed to live, basically. Yeah, so like in religion, they said like, God told him like, look at the mountain, like if the mountain stayed in, into place, you can see me, but like you can't see me, like otherwise you're gonna like blow away, like from the light of God. Okay. And other story about one prophet, um, his name's Suleiman, I'm not sure if, if this name like was, I've heard of the Mention, name, but I'm not sure. Like yeah. he used to, ha he used to talk with animals. Okay. And he has like a team of animals and talk with animals. And he also used to like um, direct the wind. The wind was working with him. Okay. The way, why I'm saying this because like religion, like when tell you about this, it's just saying those things are alive and mm -hmm. has a spirit and it's not like just as as a, they tell you as a story. No, like they tell you like. Talk to them, mm -hmm. like you can communicate mm -hmm. with them, and this is one of the things like ayahuasca like teach us. Like, so like the guys organizing the ceremony, they told us like we we don't worship ayahuasca, we don't worship the sun, we don't worship earth. We communicate with them, like they have a spirit. We talk with them, yeah, and they just tell us like talk to your water, like this water like has like a spirit and it can help you to heal. Mm -hmm. And like one of the helper told me, just keep cup of water, you know, at night at uh, the kitchen or next to your bed, and in the morning, talk to the water and drink it. So first, like it feels crazy, like how are you gonna talk to the water? Yeah. <laughs> like, but like when you talk, when you like go back to religion, like t to like two thousand years ago or more. They used to talk to water. They used to talk to the sun. They used yeah. to talk with everything. So everything is alive. And uh, so the sun was helping us actually to heal. Yeah. So like we were sending all like the negative energy we was were sending to the sun. Right. And we are not like destroying the bad energy. We just like recycling. Okay. So like you send the negative energy to the sun, and the sun send you back the positive energy. Yeah. And yeah, so like. Because like someone like listening to the podcast, he doesn't know what's ayahuasca, he's going to think like, what those guys yeah, talking about? Bunch you know? of weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> but like, huggers. Yeah, yeah, but like you go back to religion and everyone, mostly everyone believe in religion, the religion talk about this. Mm -hmm. Talk like there was like messengers talk with the sea, they talk with the wind, they talk with animals, they talk to nature. Yeah, even, not just religion, Native Americans, the Egyptians. Yes. Mm -hmm. The biggest god of Egypt was the sun god. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the sun god is like the main god of Egypt. Is yeah. they basically worship the sun. Yeah. Yeah, because they they can't talk. To, like, they know like it has a spirit. So. Yeah, I mean we're all we're all technically um, connected, right? And yeah, uh, they did a study like some little I don't know if it was elementary school or high school kids. They put a plant, two plants, mm -hmm. and one of the plants the kids would come in and talk bad to it. Yes, I know. Like it's, say bad yes. things. Mm -hmm. Another one the kids would say good things. 
I think like a few weeks later, that other plant that I would say bad things mm -hmm. to was dead. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the other one was like flourishing. Yeah. yeah. Just from them speaking to the plant. Right. So yeah, we can, well, we can talk and it's very powerful what you say. And After the experience, like I was like looking at the trees, hi tree. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Like in the morning today, I was going to work. I was, oh, good morning tree. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> And you know, you some, start feeling it. Yeah, some people out there might think, oh, you're weird, but yes. you know what? You're just disconnected. That's all it yeah. is. I mean, like, once you get, like, to, like, kind of level of spirituality and connection, you can see them and talk to them. Like, yeah. you see their spirit. And they said, like, before we, we took the medicine, they told us, like, maybe you're going to see the tree smiling at you and talking to you. Or maybe you're going to see the tree uh, extending their aura and give you a hug and you feel love wow i didn't experience that but like going back like to my religion because like i'm really religious uh, person like i believe like in god i believe like in islam i believe in quran mm -hmm. and whatever i'm learning like this i go back and i find there is something yeah. similar in the religion you can connect mm -hmm. it to the quran i can connect to the quran but like the way they teach us quran is different than yeah <laughs> what's well, that, that's when humans get involved this right? is when a human they start changing and yeah. blaming religion yeah. but like it's all there that was my biggest thing with catholic religion because i was raised yeah. catholic and they get nothing against catholic religion if you're catholic but i was raised catholic i never felt like there was always a human in between you yes. and god a priest, right, mm. or a nun. I didn't. I just didn't feel right to me. I felt like I don't need to go through a human. Like humans are imperfect. We're all imperfect. Mm. I need to go straight to the source, and that's right. when I found Christianity. And I was like, oh, this makes more sense. Yeah. Because it's just you and God, and nobody else. Yes. Right. And that's what they told us, like with ayahuasca. Like you are connecting with God. Like, like we. There is no one in between. And God is love. So God you're just is love. love. God is the creator, and God is everything. So. So. Um, love you, and light. Yeah, amorilus, right? Amorilus, yeah. Yeah. So we also. That's cool. <laughs> so you were on the trip for not too long, or? Yes, it was like really short. Like it wasn't long trip. But you got what you needed. But of it. yeah, so I experienced like getting away from this dimension. Like I experienced yeah. it like fully. Like I was gone. Yeah. But it wasn't for long. But I was gone. And you know, um, what you experience is all religion, basically. Mm. Good and evil, yeah. God and the other person. Yeah. Like, that's religion, yeah. right? Um, for me, I could be wrong. I might be wrong. But I don't believe there's going to be a judgment day when you die. I don't believe mm. there's going to be heaven and hell. I believe it's going to be what you experienced. Mm. Your soul's like, oh, well, that was fun. Like, I'm done with my human experience now. Yeah. I'm back in this dimension where you're happy. Yes. Like you, you don't even know your name or you don't know any of that earthly stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and then reincarnation is still something I'm learning about, but I do believe that maybe you do pop right back into another experience, right? Because they say like time but, is... Yes, that's funny you mentioned that because when I was coming back from my experience, I wasn't sure I'm going to come back as me or <laughs> like, some, something else. Yeah. I wasn't sure like... I'm coming back as the same person, as yeah. me, as Hatem living here. Well, I'm glad you came back as Hatem, because uh, we need you. Because <laughs> We need to make the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I asked you last time, I said, so why did we come back? You said, because we're not, we're we're not, not done, done yet. We're not yes. done yet. So, you know why. We're yeah. not done. Right? Yeah. And, um, 
So your experience was the longest out of everybody. Yeah, I do. I almost forgot to add one thing. Sure. Um, I remember um, when I was talking to the trees and having that connection, that bond, I remember making a commitment during my trip. I was like, I'm going to protect you for the rest of my life. I was talking to the trees. Wow. And I, one of the helpers came by like, hey, I, 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 I had said his name. I just made a commitment to the tree that I'm going to protect it for the rest of my life. And I'm like, that's a good commitment. Wow. And they walked away. I'm like, and I just felt great. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she's all about protecting nature. And, yeah. You know, uh, especially with the fires that happened recently right. and stuff like that. You know, we're, we're not destroying earth. But we're destroying our ability to survive on Earth. We're destroying the climate that humans can survive on, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, trees are a big part of that, right? They they clean the, the air and they give us oxygen. Mm -hmm. You know, like without trees, there's no oxygen. You know, there's just carbon dioxide or whatever, and we wouldn't be able to survive in that in that that type of environment. Right. right? And I remember, um, I think. I think it was after the ceremony, one of the helpers, the powerful uh, energy that you're talking about, um, she was saying how, you know, the earth is going through a transformation. This pandemic will not last forever. Yeah. And it just, um, it made me feel confident, feel at ease of everything that's going on and fearless, basically. That yeah. we are going through a transformation. That's what's happening. So this is one of the things, like, I, I got also from the experience. Uh, like there is war between like light and dark yeah. and I saw that like the dark right now like dominating everything I'm not like into like cons conspiracy theory and stuff yeah. but I saw like the dark is real and it has it has its symbols it has its power and it's like programming like the majority and we are just trying like or we are the light and we're just getting away from the darkness mm -hmm. and everyone like right now more starts like awakening you know mm -hmm. and just like to know if you are on the right path or the wrong path so they told us like when you are in the experience if you see entity or whatever just say like love and light so you can use this in this life too like whoever you're dealing with like is he love and light if he is love and light you can follow them right if they are like dark, like you don't want to deal with them, you know, yeah. or that's like in politics and everything, you know, and whatever the company is, if they are trying to spread love and peace and light, so that's the right place to be with, you know. Yeah, yeah. also uh, to everyone out there, the bliss seekers is about love and light. That's Just right. a reminder out there. Yeah, we <laughs> want people to reconnect with themselves, find their true purpose. That's the reason maybe darkness, as you call it, uh, maybe I like to call it disconnection because you have so many people that are just going through life on autopilot. Like yes. they're totally disconnected. They don't know what they want. They say 87% of people don't like their job and 10% of people hate their job. So that's 97% of people do not like their job. Mm. So yes. what does that mean? Only 3% of people are actually living their purpose and following their, their bliss, right? Yes. Um, so maybe the darkness is disconnection because the more disconnected you are, yes. the more you feel like you're alone, you're in dark places. And darkness could be a lot of things for a lot of people. It could be addictions. Mainly addictions, too, is very powerful. It could be drug addiction, alcohol addiction, food addiction, mm -hmm. sex addiction, you know what I mean? Uh, social media addiction. 
don't know if you guys have heard that new do- that new documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Mm-mm. They literally interview the top executives from Facebook, the ones that created social media. Yeah. And they're they're having the social dilemma because what they created, they thought it was going to be a good thing, it's turning out to be ruining society. And you have these high-level executives, like the former president of Facebook, the former vice president of Instagram, like people that created the like button, like all this stuff that were really scared to speak out for a long time because mm-hmm. the tech industry is like this big, I don't know, like they know it's probably headed down the wrong direction, but they don't care, you know, because it's all about advertising. And it's all, it's basically the premise is they know everything we're doing. Like they have an avatar of us. They know our habits, they know what makes us tick, and the whole job of the algorithm is to get us to click, mm-hmm. to get us to be stuck on our phones. Yeah. Like most of those executives do not allow their kids to have social media until they're like 16. Like they don't, they're not allowed to do social media, they're not allowed to have phones until they're like, Steve Jobs never allowed his kids to have iPads and all that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. they understand the power of the stuff that they created, yeah. right? So th- that's like the programming of the dark. Like this yeah. is like, like a symbol of like being programmed by the dark. Right. And just you get away from this. So I've been like deleting social media for so many times or not using social media for a week or so. Right. And it feels so good like just to disconnect all of that. Because like, as you said, like the main goal of social media, they want you to stay on the app as long as they can get you yeah. to stay there. It's about being there so they can increase their advertising revenue. Yes. And, and you know, <laughs> we are starting a social media company, right? Or a, a, yeah. this kind of business, but our, we want to to produce good, you know? Good, good, yeah. Love and light. Love and light. Love and light. That's like the main reason I, I got to videography and documentary. Yeah. So yeah. I want to like contribute, make more of this good content. And you will. I promise yes. you, you will. You guys should watch this social yeah, dilemma. It's that. powerful. Like it made me go like, wow. Like even, even the guy, he was the vice, the president of Facebook when, before they started making money, he's like, my job was to monetize Facebook, mm. how to figure out how to monetize Facebook. Mm. And he's like, I, I, I figured out it was all about advertising and the rest is history, right? So. Um, yeah, well, I want to add something to that too. One of my good friends, uh, Ed Marquis, um, doesn't I know her. Um, I had a conversation with her like, you know, I like taking breaks from social media. I'm not on it for a few days, this and that. And she tells me, you know, um, Whenever she does use social media, it makes she makes sure that she's doing it intentionally. Yeah. So I start doing it yeah. like whenever I do post something, it's very intentional. Yeah. It was. It, it, it has was, a purpose, you know. It was meant to be a tool. That's mm-hmm. what they said. Right. But he, the one of the guys, one of the main guys, he says a tool is like a hammer. It doesn't do anything if it's just there, right? Social media has become more than a tool. It's mm-hmm. become something else, right? Because it shouldn't affect you. If you're yeah. not using it, you know what I mean? But it, but I don't remember exactly how I said it, but it's on it's on the documentary. But we want to use this powerful tool to for good. Right, right. And that's what I really love about Mr. Beast. Um, shout out to Mr. Beast. Uh, he, what really got me onto this is like, he said, you know what? What I really like about YouTube and social media is you can be good and be successful. Mm-hmm. Because in most media, it's always negative. Like, no one's going to watch usually positive stuff on regular TV, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about how negative and how drama. much fear and drama, yeah. right? Well, 
he's proven that you can make your whole entire content about being positive and helping people and, and having fun and having fun and be super successful. Yeah. So that's what I really loved about it. So yeah, social media can be a very bad thing, but it can be a very good thing too. But I really recommend you guys watch that. I think it's called the social dilemma. Social dilemma. Yeah. So now you guys are finishing your experience mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, tell us a little bit about the after, after you were like, you know, coming out of it. It took me a while. Really? So like we was like they they finished the ceremony like we sing and everything yeah. like that last song and uh, and she was still like laying down yeah. and then it took like thirty minutes we start like everyone sharing his experience. It's called an integration integration mm -hmm. circle. Sharing your experiences, yeah. Yeah, and uh, she was. Asleep. I had to go back and lay down. Everyone was up already, and I'm just like. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. I don't know what it, I was just like so drained, like mentally and physically drained. Like, right. you know, the whole time I felt, you know, I, I felt like I was thinking to myself, whenever you get your third eye chakra open, it will drain you mentally and physically. Uh -huh. So I'm assuming that's what, what was happening. But, uh, and everyone else was eating. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get something to eat. But I was still high from right. the medicine. I was still on it. Mm -hmm. I got something to eat. It was hard for me to eat. And I just like remember, you know, going like this to one of the logs that you sit on. One of the girls came up to me like, you want some water? Like, yeah. And then she gave me some water. And then I ended up going back to my spot under yeah. the tree and taking a nap. Wow. A full-blown nap. And then I woke up and I remember they were all around in a circle um, doing the integration, talking about their experiences. So you actually did go to sleep? Yeah. Wow. But I went okay. to sleep. Yeah, I, w I was okay. Did you dream at all? Or? No, I no. don't think so. This was just your body resting. Yeah. There. And then I finally got up and I was like, you know, when the women were asking me, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And then that's when I realized, wow, I'm back to normal. Yeah. And it, I felt like, I don't want to be back to normal. <laughs> I want to be in that state. And just, right. everything was just so, I felt so connected with everything. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, then that's when uh, we did the. I shared my own experience. That my was like. That was like halfway of the integration. Like everyone was standing, going around, yeah. going to the bathroom by it themselves, yeah. Yeah. eating. You know, I was eating. So the soup was so delicious. The food was so yeah. delicious. Mm -hmm. So I love how they have vegan food. Yeah, and then everyone like starts sharing his experience. How many people were there this time? I think it was about thirty or forty. Yeah, 40, around 40. 40 it's crazy because yeah. when I went, it was the biggest group ever. It was yeah. 156 people or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, it was like small, yeah, considered a small group. Okay. And it was amazing, like, listening to others, like... Uh, it's probably better that way, to be honest. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, more intimate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, we was listening. Like, everyone had a chance to share his experience. Uh, we shared it, but it took forever. Because <laughs> I'm so... I'm trying to be such a positive person and not let anything bad happen and I left out of you like yeah whatever we'll, we'll figure it out you know that's a good thing you know that's how I want a bliss seeker to be like mentally tough emotionally stable we don't panic we pivot everything we turn everything into a positive like it doesn't matter what happens like it's not it's not what happens it's like how you react to it so yeah I appreciate that you know? the, the show must go on exactly hey <laughs> the good. show must go yeah. on right I'm, we're gonna have so much merch and it's gonna have all these like awesome quotes on it and you know that's awesome so one of them will be the show must go on mm -hmm. right 
Um, but anyways, you were saying, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so just listening to others, like sharing their experience, like was super powerful, like like that's happened to you. Yeah. Like it's like was like collective experience from everyone. Mainly like we have like people have uh, really like childhood issues or like they lost someone they really love and they couldn't let go. And they finally like with ayahuasca was able, you know, they were able to let go of all that sadness, all that depression and feeling love. And That's awesome. They came back from the ceremony. Like during the ayahuasca, you look at them crying in the ground. Like you think like, oh, this is like so like sad. Yeah. But after the experience, you look at them, they are smiling, laughing, mm -hmm. and you feel all the love, you know, in yeah. their faces. It's like a cleansing. And That's what it's it is. It's a cleansing, yeah. Like, all this bad emotion just go out of you. And one, one person sharing his experience, he was uh, Jewish, and so he was like a religion. And he felt it in his, his heart so much, like, he was old guy and he started like crying and like just say like I felt the love and at the end he said like I felt like I touched the face of God wow. and so that was like I felt it when he said that yeah. you know all the emotion entities they were just feeding on them and they just like get rid of it yeah and so yeah I mean like just I want to like say like don't look at the world as just like a solid like there is so much energy around us so much entities so much like we are not alone you know here <laughs> just don't think like we are just a spirit we are energy and there's like good energy bad energy around us yeah our job is to attract the good energy yes and like the, this is what they they told us the what you focus on you give energy to mm -hmm. so you focus on the good you give it energy right. you focus on the bad you give it energy so like don't even like there is so much negative stuff going on in in the world or in your life don't just keep talking about it it's like the news exactly They're just saying about the, the negative and nothing can change if you keep talking about the negative nothing gonna change mm -hmm. even like in the world or in your personal life don't keep talking about what happened to you yesterday or like someone cheated on you or like your parents didn't love you or like you keep talking about it you keep giving it energy you, you keep, keep attracting yeah. the same emotion the way like to deal with it just accept it like yeah. okay this has happened to me i accept it i love it i feel the emotion also don't try to compress your emotion mm -hmm. let it go like cry like scream do yeah. whatever and uh, just accept it if you keep holding to it, it's gonna stay with you. Mm -hmm. Just let go. Doesn't matter what happened to you. And start thinking about something positive. Start thinking about your future and mm -hmm. start thinking about the light. Yeah. Just think about like a mori loose, a mori loose. That's it. Focus on the light. I do that a lot because now that I'm seeing I started to see like all these people that I know start podcasts and this one person I know, like they have almost a thousand subscribers already and they just started their channel a few a few days ago. Yeah. And uh, but this person knows a lot of people. Like he's well known, you know. And then I started to be like, ah, you know, like all the doubt and like negativity and like you know. Yes. And then I was like, you know what? Whatever. Like I started to change my mindset. Like you know what? It doesn't matter. It's abundant. There's plenty. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with my, me. You know, us and our podcast or me or anything. Yeah. And it just you know just put me back on the on the right path as far yeah. as like. 
part of it also like when you understand like there is like so many dimensions not just this and like if you think you're gonna live in here on earth like 67 years and you're gone that's like totally wrong like yeah. when you know like you're gonna live forever so you have plenty of time to relax like yes. just relax like whatever you want is gonna come to you just work for it yeah this human like, experience has a a time limit but your soul yeah. is infinite and forever yeah. like it's never gonna go away like yeah i mean like you never like say like oh like i'm already 50 and i didn't accomplish this or i'm 60 like you still have plenty of time even if you have one day like to feel release and you feel love and you feel you're doing something you love that's enough yeah like my ultimate dream is to own an nfl franchise and i know that could take a long time and all that but I always think to myself, I go, even if I'm 65 or 70 when that happens, yes. <laughs> I'm fine. Like, I could live the rest of my life running the floor. And most of the owners are old anyways, right? Yeah. There's a few young ones, right? But I could I could be 70 years old, and then the rest of my life will be good. Like, I always had the vision, like, there's, there's a, the luxury box. It's me. It's my family. And we just won... Well, now we have to win seven Super Bowls. Thanks, Tom Brady, who won six, right? So we have to win seven Super Bowls or however many. I want to have the most Super Bowls ever by a franchise in history. Like, I could literally pass away at that moment and my life would be complete. You know what I mean? I don't want to pass away in the luxury box for my family. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, that's... But I don't have to be, like, 42 like I am now. I still have a good 25, 30 years to accomplish that goal. That's a long-term goal, right? Mm -hmm. But... I, but um. But that, that's what that's what I just wanted to say that because you talk about time and yeah a lot of times we stress like oh we're we're so we're this age and we haven't done this and that's just worldly stuff right yes. like like it's not about that it's about your journey like I never understood that whole you know it's not about the destination it's about the journey because mm -hmm. you know as a high as a high achiever or a driven person yeah you're always about the destination yeah. right you're like oh as soon as I get this as soon as I get that nah, then I'll be happy that no it's not about that like. And I didn't understand this for a long, long time. But even the bad things that happened to me, I accept now. And I go, you know what? That's my journey. Yeah. That's my book. So I, I'm, like, happy about it. Like, it, you know, it doesn't matter good, bad, what happens to you. That's my journey. That's our journey. We, we're all creating our own unique journey, you know? And so then I come, I'm more at peace with, like, where I'm at like you know where i'm going like you know my age and most people if you look at all the billionaires like most of them didn't even get successful until they were 40 and above yeah you know so life is life is a journey and we all have our own journey good and bad whatever happens to us right but as soon as you accept that you you're happy in every moment even the bad times because mm -hmm. you can look back at the bad times and go wow i wouldn't even be the person i am today if it weren't for that experience that happened to me you know what I mean? I wouldn't be that strong. I'd probably be weaker if it weren't for all the things that had happened to me or whatever. I like what Ed Milet says. He says, life is not happening to you, it's happening for you. Mm -hmm. Right? A lot of times we think, oh, why did that happen to me? But if you really look at it and you analyze it, it might have actually turned into something a lot better. You know what I mean? If, yeah, it's you know, always an opportunity. Whatever happens, it's an opportunity to learn. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what situation, good or bad. It's an opportunity. Yeah, I like the quote. I either I either learn, win, or I learn. Mm -hmm. Never yeah. lose. Also, yeah. Also, they said like there's nothing good or bad, and like it's your perspective about it. Like 100%. it makes it good or bad. Like how yeah. do you think about the situation? And I like Bob Proctor. He was saying this uh, when something like really bad, really bad, 
it means like there is something really good in it. Yeah. Like the more bad it gets, like the yeah. more good it's gonna get. Yeah. So, yeah. and the thing is like also getting back to religion. This is what like we have a quote in religion. Like God make good and bad together. Mm-hmm. Like with a good come a bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so. But like this is the thing. Like why we don't understand it? Like yeah. when they teach us, uh, like we have to go through the journey and learn it. You know from nature. Like when yeah. they teach you from the book from at school or whatever, like, you don't care yeah. <laughs> until you go on your own journey. Yeah. There, there, there's very few people that, get, that can learn, because they say wise people learn from other mistakes. Like they say smart people learn from their own mistakes, but wise people learn from the mistakes of others, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But there's very few people that can learn from the mistakes of others, but in the end it is our journey, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's our life to live and, you know, all the trauma, the negativity, all that is stuck in our earth suit. Yes. This body holds all that. Mm-hmm. When the spirit leaves, it stays with the body. Like, that's why I just don't understand the concept of hell. Because I don't think that, I think hell is on earth, to be honest, and heaven. So, that's my perspective. I'm, I'm not against anybody who believes in, in anything else, but I believe life is all about choices, right? Because we're the only living animal on earth that can make free will choices my dog can't make choices on her own uh, a lizard can't make choices on their own a cow can't make choices they live on pure instinct right some animals are, have like feelings like pigs and dogs and cows right but they still can't make choices if a cow goes i don't want to get slaughtered today it has no choice because the human controls the choice right mm. So life is about you making good choices so that the probability that good things will happen to you is higher. But if you make a bunch of bad choices in life, then your life's going to be like a living hell, like on earth, right? So for like example, I always used to see this analogy when I was a kid. It's not very probable that we get hit by a car in this room. But some freak accident can happen. A car could hit something, fly you know, 30 feet in the air, <laughs> crash into this house and kill us in this room, right? It's probably not going to happen. The chances are like .000, right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's say now we walk downstairs. We made the choice to walk downstairs into my living room. Mm-hmm. Well, now the probability is higher, but still the car would have to crash through and whatever. Now if we make the choice to walk outside into my driveway, it's a lot higher, but it's still not very possible because like we're not doing, we didn't make a dumb decision, right? Mm-hmm. But what if I start running around on the street? I made the choice to like just start dancing around on the street. Well, now my probability of getting hit by a car is a lot higher. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, but I can still maybe jump out of the way. But now if I go jump on the freeway and cars are going 60, 70 miles an hour, now it's just a matter of time before I get hit by a car, right? Yeah. But that was a choice, Yeah. right? So life is about making good choices so the probability of good things that can happen to you is a lot higher Mm -hmm. and then you feel like you're in heaven because your life is abundant your life is love your life is good well now if i decide i want to go start playing on the freeway start doing drugs start hanging out the wrong people like now my life's going to feel like hell Mm -hmm. you know what i mean not work hard not not pursue my bliss right now life is hell like on earth like everything sucks like you know what i mean so that's just my perspective. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza says something like really interesting. He said like, we will not punish for our sin, we get punished by our sin. Yeah. So when you start thinking negatively and do negative things, 
it's gonna come to you. Right. So like you get punished by all this bad stuff you're doing because you're attracting to it. And exactly. And when you do like good stuff, and you get a good deed, you get rewarded by this, you know, good choices. And the other thing, so we don't know. Like no one can say like what's gonna happen after we die. Even even like we try ayahuasca, we went to different dimension. But like our body's still alive. You know, right. my heart's still beating. You're it, still connected to your still body. Still connected. When I like totally lose connection, nobody know what's gonna happen. But I think like, did you guys watch the movie uh, The Monsters? Monsters like, Inc. With yeah. Boo, little Boo. The yeah. cartoon little Boo. Yes. I watched it. I don't think it was I so yeah, what would Isaac watch it? <laughs> I'm gonna show you like this, this movie. Many like, people you have, have kids or young people in their family watch it. I, I think I watched it. I watched it. I was like 25 or so. But you yeah, know what? Mo it's, most it's of the good. most of the cartoon movies now are better than actual yeah. real movies. You know. Mm. So in this movie, like there's like kind of a city of monsters. Yeah. And they came like to this human uh, places. Like they came like to the kids' closet, and they scared like the kids. Mm -hmm. And when they scare the kids, they get an energy. When the kids start screaming and crying, uh -huh. they get this energy and they go back like just to to their plan, okay. planet. So it helps their planet by gathering yes. the energy. Okay. Yeah, they just collecting energy from these kids and take it, you know, there. And <laughs> <Poor> uh, <laughs> so, and at the end of the movie, like they find out, like if they make the kids laughing and happy. They collect more energy, like it's a hundred times more. Yeah. End of the movie, like all the monsters like dressing funny and they came to the kids <laughs> and they with the kids and stuff and just collecting energy and go. And I feel like we are human is like we have same situation. Yeah. Like we came here like to collect like love and light and then when we die we're gonna live in love and light. Mm -hmm. You get the light with you, like the good stuff. You take it with you when once you die and that's gonna be your heaven. Like right. you're gonna live in life, and if you came here and you do a bunch of stuff, killing a bunch of people, doing all the bad stuff, and you pass away, you're taking all this darkness with you, and you could living in this darkness forever, and that could be like hell. Yeah. So, this is like just one thing I feel like true. Like whatever like you do here, all the light, all the good stuff, you're gonna take it with you. Like you take with you the light and the love. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 everything, wh whatever a person's truth, there is a person's truth, and then there is a truth, and then none of us know what happens yes, when you pass away. Yes, you know what I mean? exactly. Like, nobody knows, you know? I mean, but there has been stories of people who passed away and then came back, and all they saw was light, like, or whatever, you know what I mean? There's been many different experiences or whatever. But, but yeah, but, I mean, it's still, like, they still connected, they came back. They, yeah. They weren't gone gone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so in the end, none of us really know what's going to happen, but there's, everyone has their truth, and, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much how it is, but there's natural laws to the, to this world, you know, like gravity is one of the natural laws. Yes. Yeah. Like if I'm like, I don't believe in gravity, I'm going to walk off the roof of this house, well, I'm going to kill myself basically because yeah. I'm going to fall and either break some bones or die, right? Um, so I, you know, there's the truth there's person's truth and then there's natural law right yeah. like natural law says if you eat too much and you don't work out or you're going to gain weight like that's just no it's just the law like if you yeah. eat a whole bunch like if i stuff a bunch of fast food and all this crappy food in my face mm -hmm. i made the choice to do it nobody forced me to do that right 
Yeah. Um, I make the choice not to work out. I make the choice to watch negative stuff on TV. I make the choice to hang around with the wrong people. The law says I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to get sick. I'm going to be unhappy. I'm going to probably be negative. And I'm probably going to pass away very soon, right? Yes. Now, the other law says if you eat healthy, you work out, you hang out with good people, you, you, you live a, a life of love and light, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to be in good shape, you're going to feel healthy, you're probably going to be happy. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, there's the truth, there's personal truth, and then there's natural laws. So I think regardless of what your truth is, you just have to respect natural laws. And if you respect natural laws, then I think regardless of what your truth is, you should be okay. And there is the law of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you're putting out there, whatever energy, it will return yeah. to you. Yeah. Like my ayahuasca experience was so crazy because it wasn't even on my, maybe it wasn't my subconscious, but it wasn't, I had no idea. Like it literally happened within five days. Like I'm talking to my friend. And she's mm. like, hey, I'm going to... And her name is Luce, by the way. <laughs> right? Luce brought me to Portal de Luz, which is oh the freaking craziest thing ever, right? Yeah. But anyway, so I'm talking to my friend, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? How's everything? And she goes, oh, I'm going on this um, this retreat this weekend. And I'm like, what kind of retreat? She didn't want to tell me, right? I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, it's a, like a healing thing. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I kept crying, right? And she's like, well... She's like, have you heard of ayahuasca? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's some around here? Like, I thought I had to go to, like, Peru or mm. Costa Rica, right? She's like, yeah. And so anyways, long story short, she's like, I'm like, can I go? And then she's like, well, let me find out, right? And so she called, make some phone calls. I'm like, can I bring somebody with me? Five days later, I'm in that place, and I'm, I'm, and I'm doing ayahuasca. Like, that's how crazy it is. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even have the five days to not do all the stuff, but yeah. luckily I don't drink, I don't do drugs, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm already vegan, so I was already pretty much like ready to go. Um, and it just happened like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause like, we are all energy, we're all connected, we attract like-minded people, you know? And, uh, and, and then, yeah, and then here we are. And, and you know what, you were ready for it. Yeah. You I, were ready for I it. I was ready for it. Yeah, cause I remember you asked me, I was like, well, let me look at my schedule. I knew I wasn't ready, but I knew it was coming. Yeah. Right? So you went on what month? J- June. June. So July happened, and I was going to go in August, and then it didn't plan out. And then September happened, and I'm like, I'm ready to go. It just, yeah. it's been calling me for a while. So for everyone out there, like, you don't have to force yourself. If it's calling you, you you'll know when, when you're ready. Yeah, you must Simple be ready. As that. Do not yeah. do this if you're not ready. Yeah, Because either for sure. a, you're not going to get the experience, or you might have a bad experience, mm-hmm. right? But, and then the crazy part is I talked to Hatsum and, like, <laughs> I started talking about ayahuasca, and he's like, oh, I just did it too. I'm like, what? Like, what the heck? Like, this is, this is just crazy. Like, what are the chances, you know? But hey, I guess, I guess Mother Nature, Mother Ayahuasca, um, you know, that's what it's about, right? So, um, let's just talk about a few more things, and then we could wrap it up. But is there anything that you guys saw like any experience that you really want to share that you didn't have talked about or like for me when I would get when I would get closest to the to releasing and purging and finally killing my ego I would go up to the the peace and and then I ended up inside of a womb I was like a baby inside of a mother's womb 
and it was a bright light and it was so calm mm -hmm. like all the noise just stopped and then I could just hear the singing and then it was like connected to me and she's like see me home Ben, ben aquí. like she was saying like yes son like you're you're in the right place now like come closer come closer right and uh and then my ego came in with the right hook like mike tyson in the 12th round mm -hmm. it was like no <laughs> boom and then whatever anyways if you so. if, if you took two shots i think your ego would be gone i took the rookie shot yeah right? Good. Next time, I think I'll take a, a stronger dose. But yes. yeah, yeah, I think I'm taking two shots next time in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, I definitely didn't want to go too hardcore the first time. Mm -hmm. Like I was, sure. I literally was able to control it after a while. Mm -hmm. Like I was playing a video game. I felt like I was in Fortnite. Like that's how it was. Yeah. You know how Fortnite's like all these crazy, like weird things and yeah. shapes, and that's how I was. Like mm -hmm. I was just jumping from <clears throat> playing. Like like I told you guys, I I, I went to so. When I finally got over the fear of people's pain, and I realized it was just there for me to help them, um, then I said, "All right, well, let's see what I could do with this." Like I, 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 I almost like got into the driver's seat, and I was like, "Okay, well, now let's see what I can do with this thing, right? Like, let's see where this can take me." And I said, "I want. I think I said like, I want to know where I come from. I want to go." all the way back to my ancestry like like straight up ancestry.com yeah. like in real life right with pictures and i went from the u.s to europe to the middle east to africa and then i went all the way back to the caveman days and i literally could hear like monkeys like and then i could hear like 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 elephants like and then i heard like and then I heard like came in like like just came in screaming and I was like what the and then I could feel water like I was like by a stream mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I jumped to like something else and then I went to like uh, little apartments in like the Middle East and it was weird it was like apartment and like a little window and I could see the sun and I could hear like six different languages some of them I understood I heard like Spanish then I heard another language I didn't even know what the heck it was then I heard another language and it was always like families and kids inside this apartment and then finally it was like I was in East Africa and there was like an apartment it was like desert and then the sun and it was like this is where you're from or something like that and it was pretty crazy so you mentioned ancestors right yeah uh, we have like one lady she has like this experience so she was like she feels like so sad and she felt like unwanted and during the the ayahuasca she said like I felt the pain of like 500 years ago, all her like grandfather and grandmother, all her ancestors, like wow. for 500 years. And she said like, it felt like I have all this sadness in my DNA. And uh, because like her race was like, you know, like not treated well and many of them were killed and stuff. Yeah. And she said like, I just, after the, the ceremony, like she felt like, I just healed like everything like from 500 years ago until now. Wow. She felt that she just saw it, you know. That's awesome. And she healed it. So we have a lot of things in our DNA too, like yeah. all this vibration, it's in our DNA. And, and our brain's like millions of years old too. Yeah. Yes. So all of that is just in our DNA and in our vibration and like it needs to be healed. Like even if your life normal, like you didn't have something bad, 
you could get got something you know from your ancestors yeah yeah that's interesting um i just looked at uh ancestry.com i have an account mm -hmm. and then there was an update and it says that one percent northern africa I'm like, what is this about? And I guess it's going to keep adding more new updates yeah. as time goes by. And I remember, uh, she's a she's a friend of mine now. I met her during the weekend. I'm not going to say her name, but uh, she's from L.A. And she was telling me when I was dancing around the fire, it like reminded her, like, it looks like I was dancing with my ancestors. Yeah, that's she pulled awesome. me to the side, like, you look like you're dancing with your ancestors. I'm like, wow, really? Yeah. Like, I didn't even never thought of it that way because I've been wanting to connect with my ancestors and yeah. my culture in the Philippines. Like, that part of me, like, as an adult now, I want to go back there and get to know, you know, my culture and history. Yeah. Yeah. And we all supposedly originated from Africa at one point. Mm -hmm. So, if you look at your ancestry DNA, that, that's for that 1%. No, we like, yeah. where in Northern Africa? Where? Yeah. Morocco? <laughs> so supposedly I'm 5% African and 1% yeah. Nigerian, but Africa has Morocco. Mm -hmm. Africa has like Middle Eastern countries in it. Africa is not, Africa's a continent. It's not a, like a, a country, right? Yeah, yeah. There's different countries in Africa, but Africa is a continent. So you have African, you have Egyptian, you have Moroccan, you have all these different races, basically. So I believe... Well, it says my ancestry is 1% Nigerian and 3% North Africa. Mm. And all the Middle Eastern countries are from North Africa. So, or the, the, the ones, the that, majority the ones that are influenced by the Middle East are North... The one that's... So it goes from North Africa that connects to Spain. Yeah. Morocco and Spain are right there, right next to each other. Yeah. And then it goes to Ireland and all that. And then it comes to 40, 48% Native American, which comes from my father. Because my father's from this part of the world, right? Um, so yeah, I guess we all kind of, but, but that's what ayahuasca showed me. It went all the way back. Like it was pretty cool and pretty crazy actually. Um, so, um, I want to add something. Go ahead. And I know you have something so to show us too. So we finally met Moroni. It's Moroni actually. Oh, it's Moroni? Yeah, Moroni Silva. Um, She's a, sorry, his Moroni. band is called A Dead Desire. Um, the song mantra that you guys hear in the beginning of each of the podcasts, YouTube podcasts, is his song. Right. And he was there and he he performed that song by, in the fire pit. Yeah. I think it was Friday night. Seeing that live. It was Friday night, right? And I manifested it because I was like telling myself, I'm like, I'm going to hear this this guy perform mantra live. And right. it finally happened. Yeah. I had my eyes closed. We were surrounded. We were like in front of the fire pit. He was watching him the whole time, but yeah. I was just like, yes. I was yeah. receiving everything. It was so beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you seem like you're a lot more connected, uh, a lot more uh, ready to receive, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Very I want to show you guys one thing. Yeah, and then you have something to show us, right? <laughs> um, all right, guys. So, um, when, so when we do the ayahuasca ceremony, um, they suggest to wear all white, right? Um, it's like a purification kind of thing. So, <laughs> I bought this dress, and this this is it's supposed it used to look like this, all yeah. white, <laughs> and now it looks like this after the ceremony. That color is called Mother Nature. Yeah. So I was a uh, I was rolling around the dirt and being one with the planet Earth. There That's basically go. what happened, and I did not care yeah. whatsoever. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, really, so, that's true freedom. True freedom is freedom. about human crap, 
about whatever yeah. you think. Yeah, I didn't care about how I look. I I didn't even look at my my. I, I had we had no mirror. Yeah. I didn't see myself until Saturday, like when I went to the bathroom and looked at myself. Yeah. And I kind of laughed because yeah. it looked like I had black char like charcoal mask on. <laughs> I didn't realize my face was that dark. No oh, one, wow. no one told me anything. The whole night and everything. Like no one said anything. My face was so black, like my hair. Oh wow! It was, I just laughed, and then one of the girls was like, "Hey, you want to exfoliate?" And I was like, at first I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then I looked at myself like, you know what? I'll just keep this on for a while. Yeah. I was like really comfortable looking yeah. the way I did yeah well the medicine gave you exactly what you asked for yeah yeah 100% that's what yeah. it does right um so I mean yeah it seems like it was an amazing experience and anything else you guys want to share about it uh, um, how was it meeting Moroni it was cool he was yeah. really happy and you know hugging and yeah. he was really chill he was really he, a nice guy did he call you brother bear he did say brother bear to him, yeah, I think, or someone. I think, so. yeah. I think that's what he calls all the dudes because yeah, he's like brother oh, bear. Brother bear, yeah. 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 That's his thing, right? Yeah, I bonded with the. Uh, I think it was his girl yeah. more. Hope she was really sweet. She was yeah. adorable. She gave oh, water. One thing I do want to ask you guys: Did you guys meet any friends there? Any absolutely. new connections? Because I met tons of people. Yeah, absolutely. I told him about the the podcast too. Yeah, um, we met a lot of friends. Yeah, we met a lot of connections. Yes, like on social media. Yeah. 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 So, well, I haven't been in social media since Friday, I think. Yeah, yeah so, you guys were kind of quiet. I was like, wow, it must have been a good experience because yeah. you guys were like, you guys were just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Zero dark thirty for a while. Yeah. We did like enjoy like just being there like without the phones and just yeah. like disconnect with everything just like being like in nature and yeah. so relaxing isn't it crazy how you don't even miss your phone after a yeah. while like, remember, yeah remember on sunday remember everyone everyone else is grabbing their phone and i was like uh all right we I was like literally like saying like we don't want to take it like we just want to throw it away like wow. we want to i don't want to throw it away like, but i didn't i was like I need more time away Hot from my phone. I know. Like, yeah. I was like, seriously, like, I just want to keep it here. Yeah. And, like, yeah. She agreed, like, let's bury it. <laughs> yeah, it was But bad. we needed to go back home. We need yeah. the back. I know, we need the waves, right? We, we didn't want to leave. We wanted to stay longer. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, one of, one of the helpers, uh, she said something really important. Um, when we had, like, a circle thing um, on Sunday before we all, we all part ways. Yeah. She was saying, you know, just... You know this ayahuasca it's it's a journey yeah um you know take your time you don't have to rush you know and it resonated with me because i know for a fact this is just the beginning for mm. me with my journey yeah i remember when i was coming off of it because i think i really did just completely come off a little early i didn't want to really talk to anybody i just wanted to lay on my my mat mm -hmm. and stare at the the trees yeah mm. and i just remember i was sitting there and i was so like happy and at peace and I could just see like the trees kind of, I don't know if they're like waving yeah, or they what, were. like, mm -hmm. they were just like, Hi, like Isaac. Oh, yeah. hey, you know, <laughs> and then I had a really good conversation with the person that I was with and, you know, probably the best conversation we'd ever had. And then I just keep meeting people and I just was like clicking and just like hearing their story and like, it was pretty awesome. I actually met this lady who I want to have on the podcast in the future. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing experience. Like just. Like you guys said, I just wanted to sit there and I didn't want to eat. I just wanted, like, I was already, like, almost two I wanted days. to eat. Oh, yeah. I was so hungry. Yeah. I was thirsty. Like, yeah. the food there, like, tastes different. Oh, yeah? Like, it's very pure. It's very made clean. with love. Yeah, it's very made cool. with love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Delicious, man. 
you can't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah. I think Abuela Lula owns that big piece of land right there too. Yeah, she does. There's a house on there too. I don't I know. Did that. you guys hear that dog barking all night? Yeah. Are you talking about Bentley? The um, big, the big white bear-looking dog? No, I don't. I didn't see the dog. Okay. I just heard. There is a small dog. Uh, no, someone br brought his dog to there. There's a black dog. No, I no. Last time, a couple people brought dogs, but no, I I didn't see this dog, but the whole night it was like barking. I remember I heard. I think it was Benley uh, barking um, during nighttime. It wasn't. And and I, normally I wouldn't mind, but mm -hmm. like every time I was trying to go to sleep, yeah. I'm like, oh god. And then that. that tells you something is around. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. the dogs are there, kind of spook yeah. things. And yeah. Like, oh, and then I heard like wolves. I literally heard wolves howling like at the top of their lungs the whole freak like i'm like finally goes through then i was like, I was like what the hell is that that sounds too close right yeah, anyways i didn't sleep much the first night the second night i literally passed out and didn't wake up till the next day i don't know mm -hmm. if you guys were but i think i slept like at 7 p.m and didn't wake up till like 5 a.m the next day yeah. what about you guys the, on saturday after the ceremony oh, after the ceremony um you know, the, the only reason why I keep waking up because it, it got colder. Uh, okay. We even have like an extra blanket on top of us. We have yeah. our own sleeping bags, right? Yeah. And I had like four layers, two jackets. Yeah. And I had a blanket on top of us. And for some reason, it just got even colder. That would wake me up. Yeah, it was yeah. probably really cold this time. For me, it was freaking hot because it was mm -hmm. summertime. And like uh, a couple people got baked in the sun because like that was not a time you wanted to be in the sun. Maybe this time you want to be in the sun, but that time it was not a time to be in the sun. But well, um, the, the night time was so beautiful. Like you can see uh, all the stars. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Milky Way. Uh, the Milky Way. Like you see the Milky Way as like kind of like line mm -hmm. or line of stars. It uh, almost looked fake. Like those pictures are so good that you guys took. Like, and you can see good. all the stars. Yeah. Yes. Like that, it, it, those are really nice. Pictures. It was surreal, and we had it. Scott, we were uh, we we're talking. We we're all on, on top of the rock, right? Yeah. And we we're just like, oh my god, like we don't see this often at all. Not even you know in San Francisco, we don't see this in the Bay Area. But being there, it was just so surreal. Like, like this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, and I haven't seen anything like that for a very long time. Um, there's a place called Burning Falls. It's about thirty minutes from there. And the last time I went, the big group, you know, all the, the friends that we all know that own, like, the vegan places, mm -hmm. they all go to the falls after, and they spend, like, the day there. Yeah. And hang out at the falls and go swimming and all that kind of stuff. So, next time, if we all do go, I want to stop at the Burning Falls. It's, like, a beautiful waterfalls and all that. Because, like, you're literally, like, almost Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. But, uh, wait, did you want to say something? No, just like, like in general, like the experience was so amazing, like everything was just perfect. Yeah. And uh, like for sure we're gonna go back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be ready in October, <laughs> but uh, I will be ready sometime in the near future for sure. But I'm glad you guys were able to do it, especially you, Joe. Yeah. It seems like you got you had an amazing experience. You've been you know? calling me, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, I mean, anything else you guys want to add before we, we wrap it up? I think for me, it's like one of the biggest lessons what, you know, um, the medicine uh, taught me was like the answers that I was seeking was already inside of me. And taking that medicine um, helped me like tap into that. 
Amorilus, right? Amorilus. Yeah, she's an amazing person. Yeah. She, she kept an eye on me because I, 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 talk, I told everyone about like my experience. And she said like we do it at the daytime mm -hmm. because we work with the light. Right, yeah. right. And even like when I'm when I was in my experience, I remember her came to me and she asked me, Are you working with the light? Yeah. And then like every like ten, fifteen minutes I don't I can't tell time and Everyone is just like all the helpers say like I'm already loose. I'm already loose. Yeah. It's just like if you are shifted somewhere, just remind you like love and like get you back on track. Like, give you yeah. back on track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember um, when I hit the highest plane, she was there, and so was everybody. Mm -hmm. It was like, oops. It was almost like I'm down in the pain and the suffering. Then I'm on my little weird journey, mm -hmm. and then boom. It's like. Like you said, like I'm above the, I'm not above the clouds, but it's like I hit this different place where it's just quiet, not quiet because I can hear the singing, mm. but it's just like this calm, and it was just peaceful, mm. yeah. and I was, I felt safe and warm, you know, and then I could just hear the singing, and it got louder and louder and louder, and it was kind of like in synchronicity, I guess mm. you could say, yeah, um, but yeah, it's a, it's an amazing group of people. You know, mm -hmm. and I think you guys had a great experience with less people, cause like with 156 people, like imagine, all, like it's hard they everyone, really can't put attention yeah. on people. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know they have a lot of helpers, but with that many people, like some people just were left on their own. If you really needed help, then they were with you. But mm -hmm. in, in a smaller group setting, like they can pretty much put attention to everybody and keep an eye on everybody. Yeah, know? I remember they kept coming to me. Yeah. Checking on me. <laughs> And by the way, we don't want to scare anybody out there. Like, it's not a bad thing. Like, you might have, you might see some things that you might not be too happy about, mm -hmm. but it's for a purpose. It's, yeah. it, it, it ends up being a good thing. You know what I mean? It ends up releasing it and, and helping you understand it. And, uh, you know, what what's, what are some final thoughts you guys want to leave uh, leave everybody with uh, out there in uh, well, the world? For me, it's like one of my biggest intentions was um, basically discovering... Um, and, and getting getting back to the real me, the most authentic me, which is love and light. Right. And I'm on that journey, and um, it's just the beginning for me. And um, we're just light and love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, being on this journey, it's a lot of my friends have been asking me, "How is it? This and that, this and that." I can only share you my experience. Right. But your experience is going to be different. Yeah, 100%. Everyone's experience will be different. Journey, yeah. For sure. What about you, Hatem? So, um, one thing like I learned from Ayahuasca, because this is my second journey, like, like it's been like six months between the two times I did Ayahuasca. Even after the trip, like, it keeps teaching you. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. like, you're going to be having, like, downloads. Like, you like, get an upgrade while oh, you're wow. asleep. Like, yeah. you get moment like, your conscious like expand like and you're gonna keep and like you're gonna see stuff on the trip you will not understand it like two three weeks later one month later you're gonna say oh that's what i saw yeah. and like everything starts like making sense because like right now it's just like so much information right later on you're gonna like understand the lesson and the other thing the last thing i want to say i learned like there is like dark and there is light 
and I want to be like the light. I want to fight for the light, mm -hmm. and I want to like rise. I want to take action. Mm -hmm. Like this is what like at the end, like I was like so motivated after I'm done. Like I wasn't exhausted or like after the trip. I was like I have energy. Like I need to do something. Like I need mm -hmm. to help, and I need to spread spread peace and love. Mm -hmm. Wow. Be a warrior of life. Be a warrior of light. Yeah, a more loose. A more loose, right? Yes. Well, that's awesome. So um, it looks like you guys had an awesome experience, and it's probably just the beginning of everybody's journey. You know, especially I think yours, Joe. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I uh, I just think it. You know, it, I, I appreciate you guys sharing your your experience because. You know, sometimes people are a little like, oh, I'm not sure, right? But we're here to share experiences and stories of people to fo that are following their bliss mm -hmm. and trying to seek their purpose. And, you know, um, just be ready to experience it. You know, for me, uh, I didn't get the full uh, breakthrough because my ego kind of went out in the end. But, like you said, Hatem, it's downloaded inside of me and slowly but surely mm -hmm. I find myself kind of shedding my old habits shedding my old identity that was holding me back and it's easier to kind of be good um than before so even if you don't get the full experience it's still gonna it's still gonna you're gonna improve every single time mm -hmm. like every single time you're gonna get better does that make sense yeah yeah so um well i think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here but um it was a it was a great show thank you guys for being on the podcast and sharing your experience and thanks to you for uh recommending that place that i went to um i was very i would you know um i was so sad on doing my first ayahuasca in peru or mexico but you know you attracted it in your life and we're friends we're the best seekers yeah and you did it i'm like all right I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. So and Hatem did it. So Des, it's your turn, Des. <laughs> there you go. Right right. There. <laughs> and if anybody wants to know about it, just uh, message us or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll share it with you guys. And uh, yeah, I, I I was the same way. I thought I was gonna have to spend thousands of dollars and travel outside the country, which I had no problem with, right? I still want to do some of those, right? Yeah. But uh, I love that it was, you know, not too far away and, um, you know, it was affordable and it was good people who know what they're yeah. doing and, and um, you know, people that want to use it for good. So, um, well, yeah, I, <laughs> again, thank you guys for being on here. Um, I think this was an awesome podcast and, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully somebody can take your guys' experiences and stories and maybe they're on the fence and yeah. they're ready to go or, you know, just kind of learn about it and... Um, Maybe it's not for you, but just know that life is all about getting better and improving yourself. So, um, Once again, uh, we're on all major platforms. Uh, everything is in the description, so go down in the description. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, We're on every major platform. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, thank you. I hope you guys enjoy the show. And as always, follow, follow your bliss. Amor y luz. And amor y luz. Follow your bliss and amor y luz. Alright guys, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you.